I don't know if you guys heard. Uh, maybe Resolve, do you want to try it again? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll start us off again here. <laughs> I'll do this one again. Um, but yeah, uh, it's good that we're doing this anyways, because mm -hmm. uh, this is... It's this is yeah, more of a laid-back, relaxed stream, hang out with some of the viewers. But uh, this is this is the first episode of Audiophiles Anonymous on the Headphone Show. Uh, this is something Tyler has done in the past uh, as well. Um, but this is going to be more of a community-oriented, content creator-focused type of stream where we just talk about you know uh, sort of various different things that people are doing. Um, you know, whether it's YouTubers or other community members or you know pe reviewers, people who are writing articles, stuff like that. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of people in the uh, headphone community forum that uh, we want to highlight as well. So, uh, yeah, I'll turn it over to Tyler and uh, we'll take it away. <laughs> um, so basically what, what the goal is for this one is we're going to basically talk to uh, Resolve and Chrono, who is who is there. I don't know if you caught that. He's this thing that is little, me. That little, <laughs> little circle one. He's he's down there. He's saying hi. Um uh, you missed it too. We're working on getting him some uh, camera gear so we can start uh, doing these live streams. We're looking at doing some other content on the channel as well. Uh, and hopefully you guys, uh, the volume matching is okay. I'm trying to monitor it. Um, but uh, anyways, I want to dive right into it. And I kind of want to start with uh, Andrew Park uh, going with the uh, wonderful questions about Audiophile Anonymous type things. <laughs> uh, which if you haven't seen other stuff regarding that it's mostly just saying getting to know who who the youtubers are who the people like you're saying and behind the community and so for me it's uh this is resolve and and what is it that he likes to do uh and so right now it's it's you're a unique case because you have yeah <laughs> access to tons of different audio gear and so yeah but with that being said um I'd be curious to know what right now, like right in this very past few days, has been your primary, like outside of work, because let's be real, this is work and like it's, you're doing <laughs> stuff, you're measuring, you're like, what, yeah. what do you do to actually sit back? What audio chain do you use when you're just wanting to just enjoy the music? Well, I think, I mean, that's the problem is that that last sentence. I mean, <laughs> no, no. You, en you enjoy, you enjoy me. You enjoy yeah. Is that what this the is for? F you say. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, no, uh, apart from just listening to sign sweeps and things like that. Um, no, um, right now I've been, I, I think a lot of it is for me lately. It's if I find something interesting about a given headphone or a chain or something like that, I'll interesting in the sense of like something to note in a review or test or highlight in you know a forum post or something like that then i dive into figuring out how can i best enjoy this thing uh, so for example recently I, I don't know i posted this in a few places but i recently measured the uh, audio quest night owl which oh. um yeah which the other andrew has um appropriately <laughs> described as the cilantro of headphones and i think that's a wonderful description um totally appropriate but you know I, I measured it and you know one of the things i love about the night owl is that it's the most comfortable headphone uh and it's closed back right so very very comfortable um closed back headphone unfortunately it's frequency response isn't that great so i or at least that not for my taste at least uh it's, it's pretty dark um yeah. so i've been trying to figure out okay how to how can i like based on the measurements that i've taken here how can i improve the uh the sound to be a little bit more closer to my preference. And then that usually involves kind of messing around with EQ and and uh, 
trying to i mean it's not always trying to match the the harman target because i find that some head for some headphones it's just not a good fit <laughs> um so uh i'll try and match it best to you know what sounds good to me um and then i'll measure it again and then see okay how close does this actually get to you know one of the given targets there um but so that so i've been messing around with that one lately um, the other one is, of course, the Allegia, which I just measured, uh, and I've been posting it a couple places uh, as well. And this is a headphone that um, it, it's it, the default measurement looks it, it looks a little bit weird in the mids, but there is proper pinna gain there at the right spot and everything. But um, just it's just like what Oratory was saying when we had that live stream with him a while ago. The bass is impossible to measure on this because you just like. That have it slightly different in the positioning and it's just it's completely different so mm -hmm. i think this is one where like you need to actually be able to simulate the way that it fits on your own personal head yeah. which I, I don't know if that's even possible to do like you know with glasses without glasses yeah. etc it's funny you um, mentioned that because you also mentioned eq but i wanted to kind of talk on the 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 base the low end of the illegias because yeah. I, was, I was using them randomly one day and i uh right before bed i usually use my campfire out of cascades my wonderful guilty pleasure oh, headphone. uh yeah usually it's like ipad listening you know i'm watching movies mm. and stuff. yeah um but then i was listening to music and i had my um Elisha's on and uh so wow that went crazy uh focus but uh it i don't maybe the way i was laying down on the pillow whatever it was all of a sudden like it just started slamming man like i was yeah. like what the heck's happening right now and it has the low end that's the thing <laughs> yeah. like it's there but then some positions or with glasses it's not right yeah, so yeah. i don't know um and and so anyways uh, with the Allegia, i've been trying to get an eat my i've been refining an eq profile or i guess starting point that's based more on the uh the gross system or the measurements from the gross system um resolve's got a thin frame <laughs> i hope you're referring to my glasses <laughs> but uh yeah so i've been trying to i've been trying to like get my eq profile there based on the gross measurements so it's a little bit more fine-grained and less um yeah less uh conservative and seeing if i can make that sound really good and it does it does and that's one of the things i was i was just mentioning earlier to some of these guys um if sorry does is the stream still working it looks like it. everything is good okay yeah, yeah. um and yeah i was mentioning to these guys that like one of the things i really like about the allegia's default frequency response is the treble and i actually prefer it over the treble of the focal clear so mm -hmm. um that that's the really nice thing is that you know if you have something with really great treble you don't have to mess with super granular fine-grained eq because it's already good in the treble and all you need to do is adjust other areas right yeah so that's kind of what i've been playing with lately for the headphone side of things so so with that then what's what's your i mean uh outside of the headphone space do you have like a and actually you just got the the wonderful uh lovely little topping dap dap damp yeah uh amp yeah yeah the learn to talk <laughs> factor um but outside of that stuff like what's let's what's i think for you isn't it the kn is kind of like your main one but like what's your preferred like dac amp combos also like what oh they're currently? saying the stream is stream is wonky like is how are we doing on drop frames oh the camera the drop frames are zero but it looks like the audio is fine but the camera yeah i think the camera keeps free you're you keep freezing in this in the camera bit there oh okay which is an <laughs> odd one yeah all right I don't know why. Uh, if anybody's having issues with the uh the video just maybe try refresh the stream 
Mm-hmm. Should be good. Oh yeah, know. Elnerk had that happen in, yesterday, and he said once he did, it was uh, it yeah. worked out fine. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, the the topping. Um, yeah, I've been I've been liking it, um, but not like that's the thing with all these sort of like lower end like entry level kind of you know, sources like the this is the L thirty that we're talking about topping L thirty, and I'm actually using it right now. Um, <laughs> that and like the the uh, shit audio heresy, and you know a lot of these other ones that are fairly inexpensive. Um, that I don't expect it to sound any different, really. Like for amps, I don't like DAX, yes, because oh, here we go, yeah. For DAX, yes, it, I, I would expect there to be a difference because it would depend on you know the type of chip that's being used mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, ESS bases, like yeah, exactly. ESS bases versus AKM versus Burr Brown, like they all do have something unique there. But for the amps, mm-hmm. I would not expect them unless there's something like really weird going on with, with something. If as long as it's it's you know, uh again this is where like the measurement stuff comes into play but i think for the lower end stuff um that's where the measurements do matter a little bit and and at least as long as it's at a at a good enough point mm-hmm. right then I, you know i think that's really all we need to look for and then beyond that it there's no real audible difference i don't think um that's been in my experience so far but i want to say there's two two cool things about the L30 that i really like the first is the uh, that it doesn't really get super hot. Like it does get warm, but it's not like the Cayenne, uh, like full so- big, you know, desktop mm-hmm. amp that I have here. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. And because it's summertime, uh, I really like that. I don't have to worry about heat as much with the uh, the L30. Uh, and then also it has a ton of power, like ridiculous amount of power. More like I'd say about as much power as like the Micro Black Label. Oh, that's um, impressive. So more power than the Heresy, quite a bit more. Hmm. Um, so, and I like that might just be you know like you, it's you got three different settings there for gain. Um, hmm. So low, like mi- minus six, zero, and then plus six, something like that. But in general, like I'm I'm impressed by you know the the overall package that it is, and it could be that amp that's like yeah, you don't really need to go much beyond this for most modest headphones that require an amplifier. It's pretty powerful. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. I think I, I just had the uh, um, I didn't have the the amp version. I had the uh, D ninety uh, DAC from Topping recently, and I really liked that one. That was pretty interesting. DAC uh, that DAC had mm-hmm. a uh, it, it reminded me of the ADI. Like I, I actually did a shootout between it, the ADI Army ADI two two DAC, and the or the Bifrost two, and I thought that was a pretty fun little shootout. And I was using rune to do that so i could have multiple all of them playing the same track at the same time and this quickly just switch between them while the track's still going which is fantastic for doing that uh, that was a big that made it so much easier to switch between decks um to hear the differences and it was very minimal like anything with the deck i think it's, you could say you have a unique signature that they all usually generally have um but i think between the but i think both the rme and the uh D90 both have the uh, AKM DAX chip sets, but I think the D90 right. is newer. Um, Should we? Is, I, I keep getting everybody see, seems to say the stream is having some troubles. I wonder if we should just switch it. Maybe we could try that. Should we, okay, let me just uh, let's just why don't I load up uh, OBS mm-hmm. here? Um, one second. Well, Chrono, how's it going? What you doing, buddy? 
how are you? Howdy. <laughs> Trying to reach your chat. I'm checking the stream. I haven't had issues with it, actually. Yeah, I don't, I'm not having, I think it's, uh, I know that uh, uh, Andrew Parks keeps freezing up, uh, if the video does, so. Yeah, but the, on the audio side, the audio seems seen fine. Or heard yeah, audio. Anything, you know, go wonky. Yeah, I haven't heard the audio go wonky, but it looks like the uh, video was going a little bit off. Yeah. Um, um, all right. Um, can hear you guys, but let me just try and there we go, full screen. And all right, tell them to maybe refresh. All right, I think buttery goodness. You guys hear us? You sound good. We have it up now. <laughs> How's everything we sounding, happy? guys? <laughs> Should be. Is everything okay? I checked it on my end. It sounds pretty good. All right. All the video is good. There's and no now, weird delays. <laughs> it's it's you're covering Crado with your video, and then you're oh yeah. Talking, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it's it just switched it randomly all right there we go <laughs> that's awesome all yeah. right we're back we're back all right so yeah. sorry uh where were we we were talking about the uh the, the topic sources. sources yeah sources yeah so dax amps that kind of stuff yeah. and how, how that works out and that's actually another thing i would like to eventually get talking about is the like how synergy works that kind of stuff you know but um i think that's a topic for another day well that's uh, we were talking about that earlier uh, you know with the cayenne versus the fonditor x which yeah I mean, actually, we, we might as well talk about that because this is something that, like, I've noticed is, uh, you, you know, people talk about, like, oh, they, you know, past a certain point, the sources don't make that much of a difference, so they shouldn't make that much of a difference. Mm -hmm. But... That's well, I, not true. But. Yeah, it's not true, for starters. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, the, the, there is, a, I think, a, I mean, that the question of synergy and system setup um, and pairing, I think that is, like, a really important one to consider because... The thing that I've noticed when people are, especially when people are conducting a lot of these measurements and they're trying to use as a baseline, you know, um, good measuring equipment, mm -hmm. it might be good measuring and good sounding in most cases, but then there are probably some edge cases where that's just not as good of a pairing. And I'm noticing that like in now with a few different setups, like for example, planar magnetic headphones seem to do better with high current uh, amps, high current sources mm -hmm. um and whereas you know with dynamic driver headphones it doesn't seem to make as much of a difference and then there's this really like we were talking about this earlier but like what i've noticed because the the fonditor x has some sort of weird load sensing thing going on and i think the oh, idea yeah. yeah i think the idea there is to make sure that you get kind of very like a very consistent uh power output um you know across the board regardless of which headphones you plug in and so it's it's intentional but i think this also has an effect for planar magnetic headphones where they are fairly low sensitivity but they're also inefficient so they do need a little more power um to drive and so that's why like at least in my head that's why i think it sounds better on the kyan iha6 when i use planar magnetic headphones but it could be for, there could be all kinds of other reasons that's like unclear <laughs> so um it could have to do with the transformer that's being used, um, or that kind be, of stuff. Or like the the, the topology. I'd, it'd be interesting to talk to um, 
like the guys that created the founder and like the engineers yeah. to see what that you know i think I, that's we just did a show uh yesterday with the guy that created the nectar um oh yeah yeah and so and that was really fun talking to them and, and like that process it means super indie uh, yeah yeah headphone maker but uh anyways um like I, I think that yeah I, I, that's another piece too like the synergy aspect to me also comes into play when you're talking about people that are even doing reviews even if it's just for fun and they're posting it in their the yeah. you know reddit to the forums to wherever right like i think that is a big factor that kicks in when people are like what well, I, I didn't hear it that way well yeah because it's not the same you don't have the same yeah, <laughs> same channel the same system setups on yeah. the same chain yeah. and uh, synergies are different like there's all sorts of factors that come into play with that so i think that's where it's important for reviewers a lot of yeah. times to to state that like hey this is my chain and this is the what i was using but yeah uh, yeah anyways that's another piece a different topic for another day but like i i agree though i think that the synergy factor um can really kick in a lot like so for instance i would say chrono we should talk to you about this but you broke them um the uh hd 800 um is fantastic on my bottlehead crack for instance like i love it on that like i i go to sell my hd 800 every once in a while and i'll take it out of the case and i'll put it on and i'll plug it into the monitor i'm like okay it's good it's good i'm like okay i'll pull put it into the the bottlehead crack and then all of a sudden it's like nope it's this isn't going anywhere it's staying like so there's like you know what i mean like there's those those things where all of a sudden it just things like a like a magic happens where it's like oh this is where it's this these two come together like you know chocolate and peanut butter or peanut butter and honey and after chrono i i have a thought on that but i'll let chrono answer first <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like uh, so chrono what do you think about that the synergy piece of because you're you've you've had some quite the experience recently like with the uh, different headphones and, and what have you so come at me um i don't feel like i've had enough uh experience with the different sources to come you know come up with a uh, good pairings and stuff but uh the only thing i can really speak of is that i'm starting to pay more attention a little more to the uh different sound of the the act dax and, and amps that i've listened to recently i've been mm -hmm. i've had some fun with the uh jds lab element 2 which is a combo uh amp love that amp. Love those has guys. Uh, their l amp 2 and ldac 2 inside which is uh, AKM forty four ninety three base, I believe, and then I have the also the microback label, and I was comparing that to the Jotunheim with the Bifrost two, and um, the only thing I can say is that I really like how the Element sounds compared to the other two. <laughs> I just I well the, the Element to me sounds cleaner than both the other ones. Well, what about I the would say that's Bifrost? Accurate. Like uh, I think the Bifrost has a little bit more color to it. It has a little the, more. I feel like they were fairly similar, but I particularly like in the treble range, I found the the element two to be a little cleaner. I don't know why. I, I, there was just something there on the Bifrost and the treble just we're, made it a little. There was like this, like like this very the, both, both subtle sub and harshness. Real quick, I just want to clarify: you're actually using the the Bifrost two plugged into your element. And then bypassing the internal DAC, and then swapping back to the internal DAC and amp, right? So you're using the element amp, L amp, portion for both DACs. No, right? I can't. I, I can't. I can't do that on this one because I, I think it only has um, a pre out. So that was so. That, so there, could be there's the a factor. There was, yeah. that's so also it, the it factor. It could have been. It could so, have been the amp. It could have been yeah. the amp. The the L amp is a much cleaner sounding neutral amp than the Jotunheim. The Jotunheim actually does have a little bit more 
flavor fullness low, <laughs> I, I don't want to say like low end because that's not quite accurate but like you know it has a little more je ne sais quoi <laughs> yeah we no, just started I, speaking it french you know i'm not i'm not i'm not definitely don't have nowhere near the experience as, as far as sources go so but uh, mm. i just know that between between those two different amp and back pairings i i would go for the element myself yeah it's just it's just it has a velvety it's sound to it. sound. Mm-hmm. That's Clean AKM. velvety sort of sound. Yeah, yeah but that's what I was I describing. think you'd be shocked. I think you can actually run your Bifrost 2 into your L-amp and, and bypass the DAC in it. There's a way to do it, because I did it before. I was doing it with my L-amp, my element, and I actually bypassed the DAC inside of it before I got rid of it with the, the newer L- well, I, I got the L-DAC as well on top of the element, because people were like, you need to have the deck to make it sound but anyways uh so i actually had that as a stack even though i was had both so there's a way to do it you said these okay it's been a long time since i've had my elements so like a switch it, or yeah, something yeah it's on the back yeah. you can there's a, yeah there's, i see that there's, there's an, actually now i'm looking at it right now there, there, there's like an in yeah there's for an rcas in. yep and that's the rca in exactly and then you and then you just switch to that there's a little uh button you can switch the sources uh, yeah viz flux says uh jodenheim is a bit hazy in comparison to the filtered el2 so maybe that's what you're you're yeah experiencing. Yeah, yeah. I think the 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 Jotunheim has a the word would be I guess to sound like an audiophile romantic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But neither do I, 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 I think, but it sounds appropriate. I think I think I know what you mean. I think I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, like um, that's I think that's a factor too. Like you, the, the the different amps and DACs and that kind of stuff. So when you're doing a DAC comparison, it's always best to like I think the L amp for you, Chrono, is really really clean, solid amp as far as like just getting out of the way. Um, and it'd be a great one for you to compare DACs with. If, so now that you know that you can just swap the DACs, I think you should actually. I'd pull your Bifrost. Did you take your Bifrost two out of your room? Because it's a uh, it's it was uh, my problem with it was the heat like or like mm, that yeah. that stack the heat was pretty well the Jotunheim was warm the Bifrost 2 does get warm I'm touching it now but it's no like I actually have to turn off my Jotunheim R for my SR1As when I'm not because that, that thing gets blazing hot and hey, like, and I remember that, coming to my room and I'm like whoa at least it's not two bams man like that <laughs> oh, those get oh yeah that's another thing I've if, never if, I've never actually tried tubes on headphones I know sorry sorry but um <laughs> you know just had, that's something that's yet to happen uh Hopefully. Boo this man. <laughs> I, that's something I'm really looking forward to trying out. Uh, uh, but, uh, I, yeah, so I, I, you guys saw earlier when I was messing with my camera before we went live, but I have my KN tube amp, my little Eddie Current ZDT Junior tube amp, and then on top of my PC, I have my Bottlehead Crack amp. And I was effing around because I hadn't had all of them plugged in in a long time. And so I have them all set up now running, or not currently, but I had them all running at the same time. And so I was you like, swap. Uh, yeah, it's easily yeah. swapping between them. And whole, I was like, God, like I was like sweating. Was like, Why is it so hot? Like, what the hell? Like, it was, yeah, it was like easily at least 20 degrees warmer in this room, oh, which God. is, yeah, it's, it's, this room's already the hottest, but uh, in the house. But um, actually, on, on to Chrono, real quick. Um, what is your current speaking of? So, everyone knows Chrono is part of the, the, the re- review team. You've seen his videos on the channel, and uh, he's, he's been doing a, a a kick arse job with that and uh so 
right now, what what is it that you are utilizing for? I know you have, like you said, the the Element Two, which I'm a big fan of. J, uh, JDS Labs, they're, I think they're fantastic. That's actually one of my first big entries into the hi-fi headphone space. Was a JDS Labs Element Version One. Um, but anyways, uh, what what is it you have in your chain right now? Tell us, tell us what is your your jam. I tend to gravitate towards the uh, clear. Unfortunately, it just doesn't fit on my head that well. But uh, um, I don't know. I just really enjoy that between, you know, the sort of, there's like a subtle, like, warmth, but at the same time, there's like cleanliness from the element too. And then you have the the really, you know, transparent sound in terms of like detail Speed. of the clear. And, and they also have the dynamics that makes it, you know, very engaging to listen to. And, um, what do you think about that difference EQ. between the the clear with the that amp and then the micro black label? Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a good question. The burr brown and everything. Yeah. Uh, the clear. Okay, wait, hold up. <laughs> the clear sounds a little wider and cleaner on the Element Two, and the bass sounded to me um, also a bit, particularly the bass sounded cleaner to me on the Element Two compared yeah. to the micro black label. So I, I don't know. It that's just impressive. didn't sound. Uh, it, the black label just didn't sound to me quite as clean as the element two. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's so that's why I've been just using that. And you know, it's uh, the the thing about the element so like compact. It's a combo, and you know, there's only two cables running around instead of you know, yeah, sixty. To so. me, that's like the thing, the difference. It's like the micro black label's strengths, in my opinion, are in its versatility. And yeah. you compare that to a standalone setup. I, I still think that the, I mean, not all of them, but. Many of the standalone setups are probably still better, um, even if it's a combo or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not just better in like the like theoretical sense. Like I think these are fairly tangible differences, like mm-hmm. from just the DAC alone as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I, it's almost like an unfair comparison, just because it's like the micro black label is doing like eighty things. <laughs> Whereas the others well, are doing like one. Right. I mean, it's super powerful, and it's yeah. only mm-hmm. only. I mean, when I plug it into my computer, it's only USB, and it's powering and charging at the same time. With yeah, same it's kind of mind blowing. Well, it, yeah. it has the battery in there, so the yeah. yeah, 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 and um, and you can just plug so many different things into it so easily compared to you know other setups. So yeah, I do agree. The versatility and what what it's capable of, but, all the features that it has are pretty impressive well the reason why i was asking you though is because the micro black label and the burr browns with something like the clear that has a little bit more of that sort of like treble let's say uh intensity <laughs> um <laughs> and we've talked about this but basically the the clear has it, the clear doesn't dip enough at 10k hertz um that's that's and in my opinion i th- and i have to give a big shout out to chrono for finding this i think that's responsible for why people say that you know some of the like the, the focal clear has some of this sort of like artificial sounding timbre i actually think it's just 10k hertz and it's not that there's like a peak there on the graph or anything it's just that it should dip a little more strongly and chrono found this and ever since then i've been like oh yeah this like it fixes the timbre <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what, for me it was a couple of different things and one of the main ones is just like there, there was just too much energy with the overtones and harmonics in that area and when you compare it you know the, yeah. the ratio between harmonics and fundamentals for me which is a little bit off yeah. and uh more recently because i listen to it every day because i really like it I, I found that i feel like there's just a maybe a db or two too much yeah. air like above 12k so yeah. like there, there's also that and then there's also that sort of um well, I, I did. I listened to this after the review, so 
but like so it's changed like a, a little bit yeah <laughs> a little bit just a little bit it's like a slight honk there around like 3k so i was like yeah. i think that you know that adds that sort of metallic but once you eq those things out you're like wow no yeah. metallic timbre exactly um and that, that leads into the video that i just did but no the yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. but that's why i was asking about maybe with the burr browns or something that's a little more you know smooth relaxed kind of sounding in in the treble that may make that not as noticeable um the the sort of shimmer and sizzle but i guess it doesn't really change it enough where you know it curbs that yeah i think I will, it's a subtle change yeah, yeah. A subtle change. i will say when i heard so up until recently i had the matrix x saber matrix audio x saber which is which was like the one of the best dax that i've ever heard um it was like all the good things about ESS based DAX without any of the downsides. Um, and to me, I, when I listened to the clear through the Fonitor X using the X Saber as the DAC, it was like, this is like the perfect synergy for this headphone. I, like, again, maybe there's something better. Um, and, you know, there's the arch as well. But, the, you know, that combo with the X Saber as the DAC, a lot of those issues that I think might be there in the treble not just in like the upper treble but like say like the 8k hertz or 6k hertz you know ranges um i didn't seem to mind them and i think it's one of those things where it's like when you do have a chain that's like that you know um okay here comes a bs audio term audio file term but that resolving <laughs> uh you know it does, i think it does make a difference uh for the for the impressions there is a well-known measure beta crying right now that you said <laughs> I thought you were referring to me. <laughs> no, because I get yeah. No, I know what you're saying. The, the term resolution there's, is not all that well defined. A, there's a there's a person that <laughs> rhymes with uh, what would it rhyme with? How this? It's something you put in a martini. Ah, <laughs> right, right. Sean Olive. Um, okay, so let's. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got I got to have him on the live stream at some point because I love what he's doing. But yeah, we no, do no, get it, yeah, like we I, do I, get I, into those. You know, I, I don't know about arguments, but like discussions on Twitter a lot. So that's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, the the Twitter threads. Yeah. Last days, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's one thing. Kept getting notifications for like yeah just twelve notifications an hour for like but he's hours straight. I mean, that's the thing is he's a scientist, right? He's going with what the information you know the data shows so you're only as good as the information you have available to you <laughs> yeah um anyways uh what were we, we were just talking about something um we were talking chrono was talking why he liked the clears the most even though they don't fit right. his uh very lovely head <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know they just don't i don't they don't just they just don't get along well with me i don't know if it's the head fan or like they don't extend all the way or like and that thing that they do where they're like spring back it like starts trying like it, it progressively like drags upwards as i wore wear them for longer periods and i was like oh man yeah. so i sometimes i actually have to hold the cups in place <laughs> just so i can listen to them well but uh yeah it just they just don't play well with me but i know that most people love the comfort on the yeah they're like on one the of my Focal favorites stuff. for comfort <laughs> yeah but for me it just it, it just didn't work which yeah. is a shame because i really like the way they sound well, uh, with that, like, what's so when when you chrono, what do you do for relaxing? I know you found this really cool indie band you're talking about recently. Um, oh yeah, the Beatles. The Beatles. I love them. I love them. Yeah. The Beatles. Yeah, we just it, found them cool. out recently. They they have this uh, Abbey Road. 
Abbey Road uh, album. Yeah. Album <laughs> sounds pretty good. I was pretty yeah. impressed with some of their work. It yeah. was uh, pretty cool for. I like the game. I like the the rhubarb soul one a little bit better. Uh, the rhubarb the rhubarb soul. <laughs> rhubarb soul. The rhubarb soul. Sorry, I mispronounced it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that one. Very rhubarb. good. Rhubarb. It's my soul. favorite. <laughs> Not to be confused with reverb soul. <laughs> reverb soul. But, uh, <laughs> reverb soul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if, if you guys don't know, or if it wasn't obvious in his, his videos, uh, Chrono is a big Beatles fan. Um, Can we call so him a Beatles head? A Beatles head. Or a Beatle head. We I'm going to do the those, haircut. Uh... I'm going I'm gonna, to I'm gonna grow my hair out and do the, the little bob thing. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. I can't do that. Figure out the, you ever seen those 3D printed, like, giant, like, baby heads? But they're, like, they look super real or hyper real, but they're, like, giant and people wear them as adults. We should get you, like, a, 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 a Beatles head, like, mask. <laughs> Uh, sorry, ran random tangent. I was gonna day. say, then your headphones <laughs> definitely won't fit. But yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I also want to talk to you guys a little bit um, about like how, like how did we get to where we are today as as the three of us even right? Like so, yeah. um, I know for me, I was brought over from Reddit when I first came into the audiophile world. I I actually came over. Uh, or I came into the headphone world. I've been doing audio for a long time, uh, just not mostly speakers, mostly live music or that kind of stuff. I never really, but then I had a kid, uh, needed to have closed backs, but I wanted it for gaming. My main reason coming to headphone space was gaming related. And then uh, went to Reddit, was kind of like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's the common experience when you browse the headphone Reddit. <laughs> and then... Uh, uh, what was his, his uh, and then I became relatively like, you know, f- not, I mean, associated friends on Reddit with, um, I want all the tacos, I believe was his name. Oh yeah. And, tacos is great. And, and, yeah. Yeah. Freaking fantastic guy. And so he invited me to, uh, he was like, Hey, there's this great new forum that just popped up. And I was really not that active on, on Reddit just cause it was just, uh, it wasn't the easiest to kind of like dive in and like, you, you know, you don't want to be that person like, Hey guys, you know? And like, everyone's like, who the fuck, you know? Yeah. But, uh. And then with the forum, I came over from him uh, with the invite from him. And then uh, that was, gosh, that been two, three years now? It's been crazy. Um, long, anyways, and so that's how I came to the forum. Um, and then, you know, just started, sort of dived in. And then uh, the reason I even started doing the stuff I did on the forum was because I had this thing that I do where if, if I'm not, if I don't feel like I'm good at something, I will kind of just dive into it and force myself to do it. Mm. Um, so I knew I needed to, uh, cause my background is the military. So I wrote very militaristically in my writing, a very bullet pointy, bop, 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 bop. and so I wanted to get better at writing. So, uh, I started writing reviews and I, uh, uh asked, uh, Torque at the time, the uh, editor for the forum to help me, um, develop that skill. And he was very generous in, in helping me and, and we chatted and became friends. And, and so that's how I, became that's how i started doing reviews and then i right. went and met taryn and andrew um a couple of times both at torque's house and up at the different um meets that we've had and, and that's kind of blossomed into the friendship that we have and uh those guys are awesome and um you guys are awesome um and i've actually resolve and i have met a couple times um now uh about three three times yeah i think Two so times. yeah because you came yeah. up a couple times yeah yeah and i and, went to uh, yeah, the Christmas one. That was a, that was a ridiculous. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's that's how I came to the space, and and so real quick, um, I think we'll save Chrono for last since he's he's got a unique story too. Um, 
and so do you. You actually do too, uh, Resolve. It's just fun, kind of fun story. So Resolve, take it away. How, how did you kind of come to the the forum, and then how did you yeah. meet the, the like the headphones guys, and then come into the space and yeah, what have you? Um, I I think I mean similarly to I mean I got I think everybody sort of knows my story for like how I got into headphones because it's very similar to what you were describing as well. Um, you know, where like the first time you hear like something actually good, you're like, oh, this is a thing. Now I gotta, I gotta get into this more. <laughs> Where's that uh, rabbit hole again? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but actually, um, the one thing some like I think people probably don't know is that I was before I was into like everybody kind of starts is initiated a little bit by HeadFi and maybe you know to a certain extent Reddit as well. Um, and it, you know these are great places to you know dip your foot in, but. Um, I was actually an SBAFer. I was, um, I think actually Ian was as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. And and so was Tacos and Sea Skippy. Mm-hmm. And, yep. uh, you know, all, there's a lot of those guys there who are, you know, um, you know, really into it. And, and so, you know, for me, I came over from, from SBAF. Um, not, you know, uh, there wasn't any reason, you know, that I was like, oh, I, I don't like SBAF. And actually, there there were a lot of, there was a lot of really useful information on SBAF that I was, in, you know, enjoying. Um, but the thing that, that you know, kind of what I what I when I learned more about this stuff, I realized that like not all of it was as concrete as I thought it was, um, and it was just presented in that way. And you know, so there was uh, there's a little bit of like, okay, you know, what's the, you know where can we go beyond this? What's actually uh, you know going on with a lot of this stuff? And then um, and, and actually, I so then that was when I kind of took a step back a little bit and it was only until um actually uh, android uh, reached out to me but that was he reached out to me uh it was because of a uh, thread on HeadFi that had to do with the cl2 planar iem from rha and i i mean this is sort of an infamous story a little bit but but uh <laughs> i had given a pretty scathing review of that iem and you know, in the head fight thread, everybody was love. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people were like loving it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I was just sort of pointing out, like, you know, this actually has ridiculous shout and you know, three to five k hertz. Like, I, I don't know how anybody could like this. Like, it, I, I think I said in the review, like, it sounds like marbles in a tin can oh, yes, being thrown I down a hallway. That. Yes. And <laughs> and uh, and then actually, you know, Anthony with his, uh, you know, very nice way of uh, saying things pointed out that you know a lot of this has to do with the relationship between you know the IEM and the person's ear canal and all this Mm -hmm. kind of stuff that you know maybe there are legitimate you know legitimate reasons why people like this and it just doesn't Mm -hmm. work all that well with my ear canal and that's why I hear it so intensely Um, Mm -hmm. and but in any case he was the one who introduced me to um, to 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 the headphone forum and uh, and introduced me to the to uh, to Andrew and Taryn as well, um, and then ever since then it was like kind of you know hey we live in the same city they actually didn't yeah. live you know I was living not too far from them at the time and so I'd always go over there and hang out with them you know we go for beers or something and just talk about headphones because you know like like we weren't you know there was no like oh yeah you're a reviewer kind of thing it was like we were just mm-hmm. you know having long conversations Friends. about headphones and yeah and like you know having some drinks and. Yeah, because those guys. I mean, like you guys know me as like you know a super headphone nerd kind of guy, but like they're they're the same way. <laughs> yeah, they love this this stuff just like just like the rest of us. So, um, so it was really I it, I remember thinking, man, like we've we were sat in in a bar, you know, talking about headphones for hours, <laughs> realizing you know this is a 
this is you know potentially a great you know relationship and friendship that we're kind of setting down the path of and so ever since then you know that's sort of the how i've gotten into it and then they've empowered the channel and everything right so yeah since then um but um i think i think that answers the question of how i yeah. got into the <laughs> yeah it's pretty pretty fantastic yeah yeah um it's very it rings fairly fairly similar like you said um i actually want real quick Kron, before i jump in with you real quick um the, the funny factor that you mentioned uh people so people that if you've never been to like a headphone meet or like a especially of a more private nature or like a um like kind of a smaller get together kind of headphone meet i will say for my experience of that is that usually you'll have uh, two groups you'll have the group that's like ignoring everybody and they're just like <laughs> in their headphones yeah. and 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 they're just bop, 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 like they're going through all the different chains and then you have the other 90 percent of the people <laughs> who don't even listen to headphones at all <laughs> who and they're just they're just chatting like we're having huge conversations we're having yeah. a good old time and it's it's such a crazy thing and i always joked with like ian and the and the the brothers listen more about how like you have these headphone meets and and headphones is such a uh intimate uh hobby right because it's it's all about your mm. sphere here right yeah, like there's yeah. no um i mean you can share there's different ways to do that but generally it's a very intimate personal thing um, and it's funny cause you go to these, uh, meets and it's like this super like opposite of that where everyone's just like chatting and having a good old time. Um, so, uh, Nemesis asks what forum, well, it's forum.headphones.com. Um, but anyways, uh, Chrono real quick. How, how did you come to <laughs> the um... lovely forum.headphones.com and how did you become part of this lovely family or let's say brotherhood of headphones? It's definitely a brotherhood. <laughs> the, he the headphone brotherhood was the other, the other name. It was pretty fast. I'm not really sure how it happened, but well, well I, I kidnapped him. So now yeah, <laughs> we don't let him out. Wait, wait, wait. Chrono's actually in the closet. Yeah. Of Resolve's house yeah. right now. Yeah. He's, uh, we don't let him out. That's, that's why we don't have a webcam. It's really dark. That's why it's so hot. That's why he was complaining about the heat of his, it's Harry. It's a Harry Potter. Style it's a Harry thing, Potter right? story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's yeah. nice. He's, he's got his yeah. little bed. He's got his comfortable. <laughs> yeah. There's an elf on the other side of the room, but don't mind <laughs> him. Anyways, what is it that the elf called? I can't remember the name. But um, yeah. So like Dobby. you know, the whole quarantine. Well, first of all, I've always loved music. Right, guitarist. My family has a bit of a musician background. I think everybody in my family plays uh, some kind of instrument as a hobby, and eventually I start playing the guitar. Right. So obviously, love for music. Love the Beatles. You know that that. that Sure, that doesn't need. Sorry, the Atlas. Sure, you don't need any repetition of that. Um, so when the whole um, Corona thing started to unfortunately unfold, I was like, "Well, I'm going to be stuck at home, I, and I know I'm going to be at my desk all all day listening to music, playing games from now on, just because <laughs> you know schoolwork doesn't matter." Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, basically, I was like, "Well, I want something nice to listen with," so I was like. Uh, I'll go with the LCD too. And then I was like, when I got it, I was like kind of disappointed by it, honestly. But then I I got into the whole EQ thing and I was like, wow, this is really impressive. I just really want to share my experience out there because I, I feel like this is, it was a headphone that I think got a lot of negative rep in general. It seems to be like, oh, no detail, dark, muffled, all that. And I was like, yeah, but with the EQ thing. So I was like, I really wanted to share that. And then I posted it on Reddit and, mm. you know, Probably like a couple days after, yeah, a couple <laughs> days after that, you know, I get you know, my Twitter inbox like, 
from Rasal, hey, have you ever heard? <laughs> you should see, see the conversation from the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, creepy old man? Why are you? <laughs> I have candy. Get in the van. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have headphones. Get in the van. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a headphone van. Come yeah. in. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, just... well, it wasn't like that. But, you know, we have Dax like and amps. And, and, you know, metal, metal 571. Oh, yeah. He had shared the uh, thing on Twitter. So that got some some traction so i moved from reddit and ended up moving to the uh headphones community forums and you know yeah. things kind of, kind of developed since there you were saved from the the reddit to the forums <laughs> you were yeah. found Fa- ah. <laughs> but actually i just see some of the, the comments in the in the chat here i don't want to make it sound like i i don't like you know what sbap's doing i you know marvy there's a lot of really good stuff mm-hmm. and information there um, okay. Yeah, it was just that. Uh, mainly, it was they, the it, it was the conversations around CSD that actually kind of pushed me away from there. Um, what they're doing with that is like it's a uh, it, it it looks really compelling, I think, but I'm not totally convinced that it means what we think it means. And so it was there was a lot of there was a lot of reading that had to happen <laughs> after that uh, to make me think maybe there's uh, something else going on here. And conversations with you know mad economist and oratory and and Metal 571, a lot of these people who are really entrenched in, in this hobby um, yeah. that made me kind of want to go, I want to learn more. <laughs> so That's the fun part of it, right? It's a con. It's a con. It's a continuous journey. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, all on, we're all on this, I like to say it all the time, it's a, we're all on this audiophile journey together. We're all just yeah. on different paths, right? We all it, just have different experiences and paths that we're all... Exactly. But I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, with guys like Marvy and, you know, all the SPF guys, it's like, they care about they're, they're interested in this stuff too they want they're after the same thing they want the, the best thing. sounding you know stuff so it doesn't really matter which forum you're associated with like people are you know into this hobby for this pro- similar reasons <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah as long as yeah it's like i like the whole the other thing i'm a big fan of is the the uh, the don't don't tread on me factor right as long as everyone yeah exactly happy and hey if you have your experience and you like it then cool yeah get at it you know yep. um but uh, anyways, uh, I also had a couple quick quick questions for both of you, real quick. Um, so outside of like for for me, so I'll, real quick, I'll jump into myself just as this is also a kind of introduction for you guys to who I am. Um, is uh, I'm a big hobby collector. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I'm actually always amazed. I'm like, how? Like you have what? You're getting what now? <laughs> yeah, I I I have this really nasty habit of, of um, I love trying new things as much as possible, right? Um, so uh, my thing is I, I usually gravitate to things that have a lot of nuance or a lot of um, uh, make it your own or make it like it's a lot of interpretation even. So like art, uh, not that I'm an artist, but like uh, um, photography is a big one. I love whiskeys, uh, rums, uh, a lot of those like uh, or even beers, craft beers, even though I've kind of gravitated away from craft beer, I'm more in the, the whiskeys and rums lately. But uh, um uh, big, I got real hard. Actually, it's funny because audio, the headphone thing, and torque got me into photography. I actually got way mm. into photography because I needed to take pictures yeah. for the reviews, <laughs> and so it kind of tied back full circle. Um, but my other big ones are: uh, I love to read. I love um, so photography. Uh, I love reading books, comic books. I love pop culture stuff, movies, all that fun stuff. Um, but gaming is a big one for me too. So, oh yeah, you I, recently just built a computer, yeah. didn't you? A new yeah. Uh... So. If just to get well, just oh yeah, see it. Ugh, Mike, I have a full gaming sleeve. If the, you guys aren't aware of that, so it's 
know, there's well, that's easy to show the Zelda with the hearts and stuff. But uh, anyway, so like I'm I'm a big gamer, uh, and I did just build a new PC. It was also the reason behind it was because my original first PC was made for strictly gaming. Like I didn't care about streaming, so I had the the CPU is based on the whatever. But yeah, so there's our my messy room. There's my new new PC. Stormtrooper. <laughs> Rick and Morty. Yeah, Stormtrooper. <laughs> um, but uh, so that's another thing. I do love building PCs too. I think that's super fun. I've always enjoyed that tech yeah. side of things. I love uh, tinkering with like something the... cathartic about it. You know, it's sort of yeah, there really yeah. is. And uh, so that's the kind of stuff I, I get into. I love. Um, I built my bottlehead crack that was sitting on top of the computer there, um, and I, I love doing those kind of things. I like you know the the things that have a lot of nuance to them. Um, but my big ones are photography, mm-hmm. uh, obviously headphones. And I love, uh, another thing I'm a big fan of, and I don't know if you can call it a hobby, but I love community, right? Like, I love uh, interacting with people and, and seeing where their stories have brought them, like, who they are. Like, it's such a cool, so it's always fun. At the meetups, so you're definitely, at the meetups, you're one of the 90%. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, which is funny, because I'm actually, like, people, uh, if, if, if I'm not talking to people, I'm actually very reclusive. I don't really talk to people. <laughs> but you put me in a setting and i'll be, yeah yeah, you know. yeah um so that's kind of my like i'm a hobby collector but so kind of going back to you guys um resolve i know that you play you, you should talk about this you used to be a somewhat of a starcraft player um, yeah so yeah what, what are your hobbies i know you also like photography uh it's kind yeah. of a necessity in this space but so i don't want to say i was a pro but i was like at the point where I was getting beaten by pros. So <laughs> that's where I realized, you know, like this takes a, a lot more. When you start getting beaten up by, you know, all the Koreans and tournaments and you can't go any further because you're always facing the same people. It's like, yeah. <laughs> man, you I'm never going to. It's kind of yeah. like lifting weights. Oh, but like I you do, you do uh, still yeah. like, like, you know, practice, practice makes perfect, right? So you can still always still improve and stuff. But like the amount of time that's required, you know, to be on that level, to consistently be at that's the insane. very top is, is nuts. So what's the record recently for like the most uh, actions in a minute or something like that, that one of the players, oh, I, I, I don't know, it was but something insane, it was something bananas. I was like, how is that even physically possible? But anyways, yeah, like, I, I don't know if that matters <laughs> as much because of the way that it's tracked, you know, because like if mm-hmm. you has to do like with, you know, the way that the, the system, you know, records actions, because, you know, you could have one thing that's just holding on a button that could potentially count as like, you know, 50 actions. Right? Yeah. So you don't, mm-hmm. it's not always the same. But uh, yeah, <clears throat> it's a lot of, it's a lot of, I mean, this, this sounds funny to say that, but it's, it's actually a lot of hard work <laughs> yeah. and like training, right? Oh so. yeah. But yeah, no, I, apart, I fully agree. yeah, apart from that, um, I mean, these days I, I haven't had time to do that in way too long. And I kind of, I, I miss that a lot because that, that was definitely something that, that I enjoyed doing. It's, it's, it's actually the reason why I enjoyed it was because it was a great opportunity for me to uh, listen to music actually. Um, and, mm-hmm. and like I, because uh, I just mute, mute everything and just listen to music, and it, it was actually a, a way for me to like discover music. And I, you know, I was I, I had a you know job at the time. I was doing um, public public relations and communications work, and like uh, we were you know doing like documentary films and stuff like that. And uh, so that was my kind of work. And then to sort of de stress from that, I <laughs> had this other thing. Um, and obviously during like grad school and you know um, university mm-hmm. days and stuff like that as well. But no, apart from that, um, yeah, I'm also uh, really into photography. Um, yeah, you take some fantastic and, pictures and, and videography um, and and that kind of stuff. But that's more uh, as a like professional vocation kind of thing for me. Like it's always been 
a I, yeah I, I wouldn't really say that it's a hobby it, it, it is a hobby as well work. but yeah there's like a Mostly yeah work. <laughs> yeah there's a there's a yeah work component there that, that's always been there um, and like to that end like i like creating stuff i like that's one of the reasons why i do this that's why i got i started that you know not this channel but the previous channel it was it wasn't because i was trying to make it as a you know youtuber or anything like that i was just like oh i like making stuff i like mm-hmm. talking about stuff and it's fun it's fun yeah so uh, everything from you know uh keyboards to oh, headphones yeah, obviously keyboard, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah you're definitely you're big into keyboards too right like, <laughs> yeah um, not as much as most though like i'm i'm still in the probably the, the yeah yeah you haven't built your own with the or have yeah, you? Yeah, like I have a bunch of customs and, and stuff, but I don't. I've never built my own. I've never soldered yeah, my own, but yeah. I do have like a bunch of customs. That's probably gonna come soon. Well, yeah, I it's been like, but they're expensive. Man. It is. That's the thing. It's like if you yeah, look at expensive. it, it's cool, but like it actually costs you more than if you just buy, <laughs> just buy a pre-made it, yeah. one. So yeah, but uh, people are really into like you know like customizing the keycaps, their their mm-hmm. PCB, and then the kind of yeah. lubricant yeah. they use for the oh, oh yeah, the, there's they, they actually will open up the switches and, and put in the plates and the switches <laughs> to prevent it from being yeah, yeah like I watch uh, Alex Otos. Uh, yeah. He's uh, another Canadian. Oh, yeah. Guy. I saw him recently. So, I was checking his, out his stuff. Yeah. yeah. He does some fantastic work. really cool. Work. And then yeah. there's um, a couple people in the, the Discord and the forum that do, yeah. do a lot of that stuff, too. So yeah. I need to get back into that because like, I did do a little bit of – like I, I got the – one of the keyboards I have, it's got the 65-gram Lube Zelios, oh. which mm-hmm. is like – but the thing is I never use it because uh, it's just still too much <laughs> weight for me. Like I prefer yeah. the 45-gram EC electric capacitors, but – um, but it, you know, it was cool to do that, you know, initially, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd love I to get back keyboard? in Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a Microsoft keyboard. <laughs> well, it's because, you know, I've always been like me. I've always, I mean, my favorite games are Nintendo, right? But if I'm playing something oh, that's man. not Nintendo, you know, cause I love the Legend of Zelda. It's my absolute favorite franchise probably yeah. after that, uh, Final Fantasy and, uh, Dragon Quest, but <laughs> I'm not playing that. I'm playing, Acquisition. Um, you know, first-person shooters. I kind of had an experience like yours with StarCraft. Like, I, I went really like hard into Apex Legends, and then oh, yeah. I got I kind of got to the point where the only teams that were the only people I would match make against were like the pro teams, and I was just yeah. I was just getting stomped, and I was like, well, this is no longer fun. We we, we, we played some Call of Duty with this oh, yeah. kid. Yeah, we, we played Call of Duty. I think, yeah, I, like, I think I died like that, and like, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh hey, uh, killed a bunch of people. I was like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, re- I realized he's carrying us. Well, he carried us pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, recently, I've been getting rusty at that, so now I, just, I moved on to World of Warcraft, where, I'm, where unfortunately, that's the thing. Like my friends, the, the friends I play with are always super competitive. So everything we play, we even if even though we start casually, we end up just going like super hard. So now we're yeah. like, trying to become best in the server you know in world of warcraft like it's like oh man yeah, that's, 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 hashtag, like that. hashtag goals that's that's, that's goals. my problem too though like that's why i can't like i have such a hard time just doing something casually because even if yeah. even if like when you start doing it like competitively it it does suck a little bit of the fun out of it that like competitive drive just sort of takes over and it's just like because I, I i was the same way like it's like i got i, I was that way with know. halo back in the day like we got way hardcore but like if yeah. you start losing we'd get all like angry like i might have friends who would like break controllers and like i remember it was was pretty gnarly man and then i remember as you get older you're like why (laughs) but i see like i wish i could do that again it's just it it, it's so time time yeah time consuming that well it's it's not that it's it's not that it's time consuming it's that my other stuff is time consuming so i can't do (laughs) you know that stuff as much right so um well you know this priorities uh, both of you guys actually like I don't know if, you, if everyone else appreciates. I know there's like, uh, like Martin and, and Mr. Photography and those guys are photographers and editors and videographer guys. But editing, 
like photos even and, and let alone video Holy oh yeah like, man. i can waste like i say waste but like i'll go like sometimes one picture that i'm editing will take me hours and it's and you get so lost into like especially <laughs> if i'm using like my i have this macro lens like yeah. go it and like also i'm like oh a dust a dust speck oh another dust speck and then i'm like oh the color's right and then next thing i know it's like hey the wife you know you need to go pick up the daughter and i'm like yeah it was just eight in the morning what the hell happened to the day yeah <laughs> Well, uh, that's that's the thing. Like when I where I so like right now, I mean for the for the channel, we're cooking out videos like pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, like every couple of days, we have another video out there, um, and it's really been you know helpful now that you know Kronos joined us. But uh, in my previous video uh, editing work and video production stuff that I've done, it, it would be unheard of to turn around a video in the span of two in weeks. Days. Yeah, two, like, yeah, like two it's weeks crazy. is like no, they, they, we would. There's be something up, wrong. <laughs> yeah, like a t- turnaround in two weeks is just like, we, that's just like when we don't take the contract, you know, <laughs> back then at least. And now it's like, well, now the turnaround is like a couple of days, every couple of days. And I think that's a lot of that is just, it's a different space, a different media space, yeah. you know. Um, but I mean, maybe we'll do that again where we spend a long time on, you know, a video or something like that and and make it, you know, super cinematic and everything look I, I really think great. That's something I want to dive into because I'm still new yeah. to the video world. And I think that's that's what I like. I like that. I'm, I guess I'm more of the, the arty, farty type when it comes to that <laughs> arty, stuff. Farty. Like, yeah. Artsy. Artsy. No, I liked it the uh, way you said it. <laughs> like the arty farty. arty farty. It makes it rolls off the tongue better, Chrono. Come on. Yeah. Get, yeah. Get, it's, like, it's like a nice smooth. Uh, okay, I'm going too deep. Um, but, but I, I actually like, like editing. That's the thing. Like I like doing yeah, it. It just it is time it's, consuming. <laughs> it's like it's to me the editing part. Like is there's there's multiple parts to it, right? Like yeah. so. And uh, Chronio can appreciate this too. Is like there's the initial part of the the taking. Let's just stick to a photo because that's more my my jam. Mm-hmm. But it's it's finding the subject, right? The subject matter. So let's let's say it's a flower, right? And you get a pic- and you're like, okay. Then you try to find the composition while you're taking the picture. You're trying to find the, the f stop. I'm going into weird photography stuff right now, but um, you get the composition. And then once that's done, that's a, an art in and of itself is getting that the, the actual capture taken. And then the next piece is then getting it into editing software and then <laughs> creating re- recreating what you saw. Like so, it's super subjective. Like where it's like, what was and uh, someone's really good, uh, is it Mark Grobler, Grobler? He's a Australian photographer, and he said it really well. I shared it with you, Chrono. Um, but, like, he says it really well, where he's like, it's it's what you as the photographer took that picture, what you remember seeing, like, that the emotion and the thought. So it doesn't, doesn't necessarily have to be accurate to what, like, a color right. accurate, but it's what you remember seeing and making it your art of, that's your style, your art kind of deal. And so I think that's what's fun yeah. with it, post-editing, is, is bringing out that, the, the the like that art of it right and getting getting it to 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 look the way you remember it <laughs> sorry i went deep on photography no, i was, I was just uh, thinking I'm about actually like... trying to get more into like the whole film and photography thing mm. but uh it's, so it's much just fun. such a struggle for me because I, I had no i have i had no experience whatsoever before i started <laughs> doing this i've just kind of been learning as i go and i try to i try to make each video better you've probably seen that my, my videos vary a lot in <laughs> their level Dude, of quality it, right now I just and, want to, uh, real, real quick, Chrono, if people don't know, everything that Chrono's producing is from his iPhone. Like, just think <laughs> about that for a second. Like, that's Yeah, all the insane. B-roll and everything, too. All the B-roll, all the pictures, like, it's, it's the, like... <laughs> the, the shirt more. <laughs> the shirt more, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, everything went on the He has to get that shirt again. My favorite was like in the comments. You see, like comments saying, "Never wear that shirt again." Or never wear that sweater again as well. It's like, man. Like, listen, I like people are mean. People are mean. It's nature. Yeah, I just went. I just, I just, I just ordered some more sweaters from Unique the other day to step up the sweater game, man. That's part of it. Yeah. But yeah, it is. It is. The, the the photo like editing and video editing stuff i mean someone said uh, yeah martin says editing in zen mode i mean mm-hmm. a lot of that is that same kind of like yeah. you just get into the creative process and that's what's fun about it i mean sometimes it's like like i've been i've had this all the time where like i really love the process of the edit and then it, the result isn't that great <laughs> you know like i just did one recently i was like ah, i don't know if i like the way that that looks but like doing it was fun right getting into the edit and making it look you know to the composition that i originally wanted it just turns out that the composition sucked or something like that yeah i'm fully with you when that happens to me i try to do my best to step away for a while and come back yeah try to find the get it back to where it should be maybe but um it's tough man you know who's (laughs) really really good at this stuff is uh uh denfi the photographer Mm -hmm. his stuff is like uh, it's Denfi. I think it's Denfi.com or Denfi.org. I can't remember. Yeah, something it's on like Instagram that. Instagram too. Like, I yeah, yeah, his Instagram. Him. Like he, his photos are just. Uh, he's got really good composition um, for that stuff. Yeah, he's got it nailed for the PC stuff for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not just like headphones. It's <laughs> lots of stuff. But uh, yeah, in fact, he's one of the reasons I actually I I was uh when I was so I post I used to post a lot in uh, um, our headphone porn. Um, <laughs> that's where I posted a lot. Uh, my pictures originally yeah. and uh he was a big uh, inspiration for me with my photography initially um but yeah fun yeah. stuff random uh i forgot what we were talking about yeah we totally <laughs> went off on the photography stuff yeah um actually, oh, other other uh, hobbies that's what we're talking other about. hobbies yeah we're talking about other <laughs> hobbies and what, what we all kind of do oh so I, 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 I do have oh, one I, I do have another one uh that i that occupies my time when i'm not doing this stuff and it's actually reading philosophy that's okay. my other uh interest i guess but yeah i'll let chrono i love anime. psychology myself anime um, that's, that's anime. It. From video <laughs> games love, anime and headphones that's so, what it's what's what it is right now someone someone did ask the the games we all are currently playing um i i have every console and 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 i tend to play a bunch of games randomly i never i don't finish that many but i do finish a couple um but my current favorite right now and it's a game i've been waiting for forever is the actually bought a PS4 just to play this game was the Ghost of Tsushima. So oh yeah, you're really my, liking that, yeah. Oh, that game is so good. <laughs> that looks and awesome. I, I'm, that game. So I have a bunch of uh, martial arts background and, and what have you too, and um, nothing crazy, but uh, mostly mixed martial arts and, and some um, stuff like that. But uh, and then obviously law enforcement, military stuff when my when I retired. But uh, um, that game is fantastic, and I love Samurai. I've been wanting this game since I was a little kid. I think I read Shogun when I was like nine, which is crazy because that's a really ridiculous book for a nine-year-old but um i loved samurai in like japanese culture from that era and that time yeah. frame and so and ninjas of course because what kid doesn't love ninjas and uh <laughs> so samurai and ninja i just loved it i love the everything about oh it. yeah the, you yeah. know and and i've been wanting this this game is pretty much what i've been wanting in a in that kind of a game for a long time so it's like i'm i actually don't sleep because I, I i don't get to play games that much and you guys can appreciate that what you just talked about is uh i put the daughter to bed uh and depending on how much sleep i get like this well how much game time yeah. I get. <laughs> so do i want to sleep or do i want to uh play some games so that's that's what i've been been playing um so uh we'll go to and andrew you will save chrono because i think he plays more games than both of us but uh a- andrew what what games or what's the the game that you are at the top of your mind right now it's always still 
still SC2. Uh, <laughs> but it hasn't been lately because, uh, yeah, I just time. Uh, time. But, but uh, no, I, I recently um, I got into um, Red Dead Redemption 2 um, on PC. Because I don't have any That's consoles cool. or anything, right? So it's only PC for me. But uh, yeah, well, uh, the thing is, like, I I held off on getting because I was like, I don't. Uh, those types of games are not really my. I prefer the kind of like, you know, isometric kind of strategy stuff, mm-hmm. um, or like you know, FPS or something like that. But um, the reason why I got it and what I'm enjoying about it is that it's it's basically I, I treat it kind of as like a horseback riding simulator. And when as a kid, I, I actually I don't know if you guys know this, but when I was a kid, I grew up on a farm, and I had a horse. And, um, there's, it's not just that, you know, it's the horseback riding and everything in in it, but like the environments are very similar to the environment, like where I lived growing up, it looks just like that. So, um, yeah, I've really been enjoying that, uh, that aspect of it. Cause it is one of those things where you don't need to really focus or pay attention because it's not exactly challenging. It's more just about exploring and, you know, having, having fun. Um, so I've been liking that one. Um, but apart from that, just, uh. It's just occasionally back into SC2. See if my skills have deteriorated. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I can I totally appreciate that. That's how I kind of feel about the Ghost of Tsushima because right. you have a horse and that kind of stuff. But it's 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 relaxing yeah. uh, to me, anyways. And it's it's not as uh, I have OCD a bit about games, especially open worlds where I have to like I have to yeah. do everything. And so like if it's overwhelming, I'll be like I get overwhelmed. And yeah, I yeah, you know. I can't stand that where like you're doing a thing and then it's like here's this side thing that you could do but you're like I want to do that but I but I'm doing this other thing and what do I do? Yeah. I get task paralysis. And, like, yeah, that's my problem. Games. I get like, ta- and then I'll oh, just man. turn it off and I won't do it. I, yeah. I'm surprised that I got through Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I really liked the game but there was so much. <laughs> oh yeah, that's one. That's the last Ooh. one that I like. I love that game. Uh, and I got to Athens, I think, and all of a sudden it was just like, and I was like, hey, yeah, yeah. They just kind of like <laughs> dumped the world map on you and like yeah. 600 gazillion quests. And I was like, oh. <laughs> In the space yeah. of like this, there's 50 freaking things you had to check out. I was just like, ah, um, yes, that game is fantastic too. And then I also have ADHD, so I tend to be like, oh, what's that? New shiny, new shiny. So the side quests, when they're like, oh, hey, look over here, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, but anyways, Chrono, what's what's the what's the what's the jam? Um, Call of Duty and World of Warcraft is what it's been for me. Unfortunately, I don't have a Switch at the moment. I was very stupid and sold it right before everything now you'll went never down. And Wait, I, but isn't and there a new one coming out? One. Yeah, I thought there was I don't a... think they just, so. They just I had don't... a new one that just dropped with a... It was an update, but it wasn't like yeah, a Yeah, the Switch Lite. The Switch Lite. I, I like mm, the Switch Lite. Okay. It's pretty dope. Mm. But, uh, um, yeah, no. I wish I, I wish I could have played the Animal Crossing game because it looked pretty chill. And uh, Breath of the Chills. Wild. I've spent so Wild, many hours in that game, and I still yet to do more stuff because I'm, yes. I, I'm super man. OCD completion. Is why Zelda. I play those kind of games. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, mostly right now I've been you know the multiplayer stuff on PC. Um, I I played Red Dead. I got I think like halfway through, <laughs> and then just didn't continue for some reason because I, I well I got kind of absorbed into World of Warcraft because my friends really wanted to start playing that, and now we got into it. And now it's just been. Really try harding raiding dungeons, all that kind That's of stuff. That's the thing. It's something about the competitive aspect that is just. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's not dude, it's, not competitive in the like. Yeah, I get what you're saying though. Yeah, the yeah progression. But it, but I like you. I, I agree. It's like playing games is such a great opportunity to just listen to music. And yeah, uh, I try to I try to squeeze in gameplay footage whenever I can into the videos. <laughs> I put in some quality yeah. stuff a little while there in there as well. Um, and that's that's actually what I'm doing most of my listening tests. I'm just listening to music while I play games. Obviously, the game is muted, uh, but uh, yeah, it's just a great opportunity to just relax, listen to music, play with some friends. You know. Yeah, yeah for sure. 
But yeah, uh, mostly multiplayer because competitive. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, OCD and ADHD is not a badge of honor. It sucks. It's not a fun thing. Uh, <laughs> last round. It's not. I wish I did not have it, to be honest with you. Uh, I think I'd get a lot more accomplished in my <laughs> my day-to-day. Um, anyways, yes, I also agree with you guys on, on those things. I, I, I get, I'll get pulled into the Call of Duty and the... Because um, I, I enjoy those things. I'm just slow and old now, so it's harder. So I have to play more <laughs> tactically, uh, which then people get all angry and like, oh... Man, you you yeah. don't play right. What do you mean I don't play right? I'm not rushing at you <laughs> full sprint. <laughs> yeah, I remember doing like re- like really competitive FPS like when I was younger with like you know CS 1.6 and stuff like that. Well, no CS GO as well. But, but you know trying to get back into that now, it's like the reaction time just isn't there and like it's like oh man i can't believe i can't believe i used to do this like I, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah i've stopped playing them a bit more recently because my arms i don't know they just they feel a little stiffer actually i had to switch mouse recently because uh it just hurts now to use the mouse yeah. i was using that i've used for the longest time now i use this man. uh logitech g pro wireless which is i like it a lot because it's like really really good battery life on it um and I don't have for... to like plug it in like that often. <laughs> I was using a Razer Viper Ultimate, which is also wireless. I use that. For oh my a year. god! And and before that, I was I using the Razer Viper. I hate and, that. And um, <laughs> and I loved it, and I loved it, and then, you know that's that's the mouse that got me through through Apex, Call of Duty. The... And now it just hurts too much, so I went to a death adder because it's even more. Yeah. Dude, Naga, I have to have the I have to have my buttons on my mouse. So the Naga Trinity is my. Oh trinity. yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, like I can't like it's. I have too much of a hard time like remembering where all the buttons are on the keyboard. So yeah, I feel that. I was way addicted to Destiny Two for a while there. Too. Oh yeah, so, we like, should we was... should get into that because I have it. I think somewhere. Yeah, I that, and that's yeah, a, I have it too. It's on Steam. Great, yeah. great game. It's just it's very keep up with the Joneses and yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's the thing with all those is that you actually got to yeah. invest into them and get time into so, them. Yeah, which but if like... you just do it casually and if you're playing with friends, it's actually yeah i enjoy that way more like even if you're not trying to pursue like the the raids and that kind of stuff but it's uh just running around doing patrollers doing random missions it's just a fun game to play with friends yeah yeah i agree with that just squatting up is very fun in that game i i, I would like to try it again sometime all right i'm down let's do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah destiny stream with headphones destiny yeah. hi-fi headphones. destiny hi-fi headphone destiny stream that's yeah. another another thing we're working on actually if i remember the visuals <laughs> in that in that game are pretty striking as well yeah they yeah, that's really like, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that that'd be a that's I, I agree. I think that's such a fun thing. That's another thing about gaming too. Like that's the main reason I, I gamed a lot too. Really hardcore was was friends. Like that's why I got into FPSs because we had a, in in the military we had a bunch of people like we you know you'd make friends and then they'd get stationed someplace else and you're all over the country and places and so like we'd you know that was the only way to stay in touch. So we'd have like game nights and like it was just such a blast, man. We'd have yeah. so much fun doing that stuff. Um, and then we all got old and had kids and. Lost the reflexes. <laughs> Lost the time. The time was always the biggest thing. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, and then trying to coordinate schedules between multiple people. It's just yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah. I think with with that, I think wow, we're all, we're we're pushing into hour and a half now. Is that what we're looking at? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think uh, we, we can keep going. I I just wanted do to some, do some questions with the chat maybe. Or, and yeah. Question with the chat exactly. Um. So. With that, uh, there was one other thing I kind of want to talk about, but I, I don't think it's really too much. Someone says, on. "What uh, uh, what do you what do you read, Andrew?" I mean, I think he means uh, philosophy. Um, so I spent a long time in analytic philosophy, so a lot of it would be reading 
uh, it's not like you know necessarily like history philosophy as much anymore uh it's more reading you know papers that contemporary um contemporary philosophers are putting out um actually i think i'm still an editor on philpapers.org i think (laughs) i was for a while and i don't think they ever took away my access even though i haven't been doing it in like years um so yeah every once in a while see something new come out from you know one of the people that i like to to follow um but for older like you know history philosophy type stuff um i i like um i was really into some of them into some of the like um metaphysics stuff like uh, Malbranche and uh, Leibniz and Spinoza and uh, you know all that kind of stuff it's a lot of fun for me um, but uh, yeah I, uh, it, pretty much anything that's that's analytic philosophy focused is that's uh, my jam you're a continental boy somebody he says he's a continental boy meaning he's all about Husserl Heidegger and uh and uh, Kierkegaard and oh no, Kierkegaard's existential. What am I talking about? Husserl, Nietzsche, Heidegger, Nietzsche, Nietzsche. Uh, yeah, eventually, yeah. <laughs> um, I like I read a bunch of his stuff, not a bunch, but I'm on the boat. There was a guy when I was ice station on a boat for a while, and uh, there was a guy that was hardcore into Nietzsche. So I read a couple of his things because yeah. of him. Um, I, I did a lot of a lot of stuff on Sartre as well for a while, which was interesting because that's more Chomsky. like Chomsky. Chomsky was another. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, uh, Sartre's whole thing was like the imaginary and that kind of stuff and being enough uh, being a nothingness which is kind of a play on Heidegger's thing being in time like all that stuff is super interesting as well but I didn't get into it as much as like you know the let's hardcore normative tra- tradition of you know Kant and forward <laughs> so <laughs> um, logic all logic everything is normative <laughs> yeah but uh Anyways, yeah, we should take some questions from the chat. Yeah, let's do let's do some chat questions. And uh, there's, I'm trying to find this one philosopher that I really really like, and now I can't. And I'm, he totally slipped my brain. Like as soon as I was like, oh, that guy, and it, it just. If you guys so. want like a really easy, I like a lot of political philosophy as well. But like, if you guys want a really easy um, read in philosophy, but still interesting, uh, Simon Keller's "The Limits of Loyalty," definitely check that one out. Um, very like it's you don't it doesn't it doesn't get into the, like dense kind of stuff um so yeah um, um, but as far as like the things that i was like actively interested in when i was doing it was the i, I was i did a lot of philosophy of mind so um read a lot about you know representationalism did a lot of epistemology that kind of stuff theory of knowledge um but yeah um uh, more more questions in the chat and less uh alienating people with <laughs> philosophy shark <laughs> what have we done yeah yeah exactly i'm yeah. confused <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's a bit punitive um, if you go further into the <laughs> yeah, I, I, I always love psychology too which kind of ties to philosophy to some level but yeah mm-hmm. it's such a such a fun stuff to read such fun things to read about yeah um, uh, here's a good but, here's uh, a question uh what are you guys at with uh so uh WSAP and so Wasapi, ISO and Direct Sound. Uh, what do you recommend? I have somewhat of an answer, but I will let Tyler go first. Uh, uh, oh, do you want me to just take it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so I, I don't think that in the best cases it makes a tangible difference, but I think if possible, uh, I would do Wasapi. Um, because not necessarily for Wasapi, because like you could do all this stuff with Fubar, you could do yeah. a Wasapi push and Wasapi event and all this stuff, and you know that would uh, that would allow for basically it would turn it would put everything into exclusive mode, and while that might be ideal, it's really inconvenient. Um, 
so what I recommend, actually, if anybody wants to like up, um, you know, level up their <laughs> digital audio chain, um, if you're okay with doing that kind of thing and you're, you want to get into doing that thing, I recommend uh, getting Rune and then using Cobuzz through Rune. Uh, and to me, that actually sounds the best. I don't know, Chrono, you had a similar experience as well. Oh, yes. I completely agree with that. Yeah. I love Rune. I was comparing it the other day, just the standalone Cobuzz app. So like, yeah. you know, the app for Cobuzz that you download versus Cobuzz to Rune. And it sounds noticeably better and it's weird because you don't like you think that that shouldn't make a difference right like it flack versus 320 versus you know like 24 bit like this stuff that you know rune is fantastic for this I agree. but that's the thing like rune really does i at least i don't know maybe this is just like I'm placebo but it. like rune to me does sound better uh, you know especially when using cobas through rune like cobas yeah, files Cobas, yes yeah mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe... no, I, that that's been my experience as well. Like I, that happened again today. I was listening to one song and then I opened it on a rune. I was like, "What?" It's yeah, so, I've had that too. Yeah. It's like, what is going on here? Like, <laughs> not just like placebo. Like, I feel like it can't be mm-hmm. placebo because you can just no. go back and forth. Well, really there's too easily. many people that are experiencing it. Yeah. Too, so there's that factor too. But, yeah, yeah, the only downside is, of course, it's hella expensive. Yeah, yeah I'm so mad at myself. I I could have bought it when it was the lifetime was still at like oh, four hundred dollars, yeah. and I was like, oh. I'll get it later. I have other toys I want to get, and yeah, and it's like it's like it's it's so hard. Like I'll spend that kind of money on stupid stuff. Well, it's then... only the same price, like as uh, Spotify, if you amortize it over the year, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Something yes. like that. Yeah, it's it might even be less expensive. Do... Well, for the lifetime. Sorry. The oh, lifetime. for lifetime. Yeah, there's right, right, a right. lifetime okay. subscription yeah, yeah. you can get, but they just up that to like uh, yeah. it's like seven or eight hundred bucks now for the lifetime. But it used to be four hundred. Yeah, it's like I think it's around six hundred, seven hundred, somewhere around that. Yeah, I think it's seven hundred, six ninety nine. That's crazy. In any case, it's it's expensive, expensive yeah. especially when you yeah. consider that you know you, you pay like a, for the additional yeah. <laughs> subscription of yeah. like rune or title or whatever. Right. Yeah. So you have to double down, anyways, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, you do, yeah. Well, then if you do like the double down subscription side too, then it's like it's not you're paying for was it runes? I think it's like ten to fifteen bucks somewhere. It's in that ten to fifteen dollar yeah. range a yeah. month. And then uh, Cobas for the studio, I think, is about the same ten yeah. to fifteen dollars. And then if you do Spotify on the side too, that's another depending on if you have any deals or not. Yeah, that's titles another, like, like fifteen 10 bucks. 20, yeah, something, and something titles like ten. So I mean, yeah, if you're not careful, you're gonna get subscription. Uh, yeah, subscription rich. Yeah, I have yeah. all the subscriptions, but I got rid of my phones. Spotify. Even <laughs> though I like the podcast and stuff on Spotify, it's just like I, I pay too much for this stuff and I never use it. So yeah, oh, I, 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 Spotify I is free for me Spotify. through T-Mobile. I think. Oh, I have okay. It. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's why I kept it. But um, and also all my friends share with my my friends and family have Spotify, so I right. tend to share playlists to them. What yeah. I do like about Spotify is that it actually has a decent player. Yeah, it has good. That yeah. It, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't actually mess up with Windows or when you're playing games. Yeah. You know, like your your function Spotify keys for playing, yeah. skipping. And it's all definitely that better than work. Title. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, like, the Chrono. Uh, the 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 Cobas one has started to recently like glitch up on me as well. Like the like, if I try to pause buggy. play, it never works now. Yeah, Cobas yeah, uh, always been bugging. David asks, "Is Cobas better than Title through Rune?" So the advantage of Cobas isn't necessarily that it's Cobas; it's that you have access to like 24-bit uh, high-res higher... fa- files. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. not high-res is in the sticker, but like 24-bit, 96k, that kind of stuff. <laughs> no, no, the sticker. There's the sti- <laughs> yeah. 24 as well. Like, yeah, there's some uh, really like high-res stuff there, and and like it's the the, get... the 
It, oh yeah, it comes there you go. This. <laughs> yeah, it makes. It, yeah, exactly. It, but it the, just puts a big high res image on your desktop yeah. screen, and it won't go away while Rune's playing. It's crazy. Yeah, um, it's but it's bottom right corner it just says high res now. Um, but there's debate as to like the tangible benefits of you know 24 bit and like 96 or 192 and all that stuff to the point where like I think there is good reason for people not to care too much about that mm -hmm. but at the same time like listening to something through rune like koba's through rune it is better to my mm -hmm. ear than just listening to title um or yeah, even probably just the koba's player so i think it's more that there's something going on there with the player itself um yeah that... they're optimizing yeah um, yeah bits. well when i go from the biggest difference for me is going from something like kobus to spotify for sure that's oh yeah, yeah. oh that's wow that's, then you're, like, that's like lossless to lossy though man like, but, but also there's different like there's different they, not they all 320s the, are the same right like yeah, some 320s chop. are are like it has to do with like the ogg codec and stuff mm -hmm. like that like um, and spotify uses a unique one as a I, I don't remember which uh, yeah i don't remember okay. which is which but like yeah like you can have good 320 and less good 320 apparently i i haven't dug into it enough yeah. but it's just the way they optimize the the packets or packages. yeah packets. yeah um and it makes sense because it's like if you're spotify and you're dealing with such high volume of you're pumping yeah yeah like you can't be <laughs> you know and then of course there's the whole mqa debate as well which i think at this point we're pretty much at the point where it's there's some yeah why yeah question marks there <laughs> um it's it's uh, it's crazy like all this marketing around dsd with you know ifis all everything's dsd this and dsd that and then now you see stuff that's all mqa this and mqa that and you see kind of like the lag like the delay for like the next industry darling standard yeah. that comes out for like the the music that you know, play back and stuff like that and i to me i i don't get into that too much like, i think flack <laughs> lossless yeah flack is great simple flack is great i like but... a tuxedo I like a, a martini. I like no. <laughs> but but I think that's that's one of the advantages of Cobas as well is that you're not. Mm -hmm. It's not you know. There's none of that stuff going on as far as I can tell. Uh, it's just like good quality files. Um, and so, uh, Mr. Photography Marcello, he mentioned it too. Like so, th there's an alternative to Rune, which isn't. So Rune does a lot of things that beyond just being a music player, right? Like it's it's an endpoint. You can it does yeah. music streaming to your house. It's, there's so much Ruin is not just that's part of why it's so expensive, I think, is because it's yeah, definitely it's way more there's EQ in it that it pulls data from the internet to show and you. And the like, EQ is uh, really good. Like the EQ yeah, really good. Oh yeah. So easy to use. Yeah. And there's easy features are just you can have multiple DACs as sources all throughout so you can like switch automatically. You can have it to or you go to another room and that will be have an endpoint so you can have that as playing something separate while someone else is in another room listening to whatever they're listening yeah. to. It's it's crazy the stuff that's in there, and there's a whole group of people that are just working away at Rune and like making it super cool. Um, but there is an alternative if you're just into it for the music and you're just using purely streaming. Uh, Otravana is another. Yeah, alternative. I've heard of Otravana as well. Yeah. And so, and, and it does it does. I as when I did the the tests, I did the the demos for the between them, and I was using. Uh, what was I using at the time? I think I was doing Kobas. I did Rune and Audiovana, uh, and I was using Kobas for both of them. And uh, and I would say Audiovana has a sweeter sound. I don't hate to use that term. It's such a like a weird term, but it has like a um. I don't know the way to describe it. Like it, it's and it's such a minimal thing. It's so hard to describe. Like when you get into like that type of stuff, like <laughs> sounds um, like something somebody could accuse you of uh, of being a of yeah. being a weirdo, right? <laughs> and you're like snake oil salesman. <laughs> correct. You you could accuse me of that. But, like, but once you hear it, it's kind of like and you do them uh, back to back. Like it, there is that slight yeah. difference. And like 
and, and I'm not uh, versed enough to to be able to speak on exactly what the differences are. Um, but it, there was a difference, and it, it seemed like um, I liked I like Rune better than Adravana, yeah. uh, based on that little bit of thing. But it was so minimal, it wasn't worth it. But Adravana is a good alternative. So I'm trying to get. Yeah. Um, somebody yeah. asked if if Rune is good enough. Uh, or sorry, if uh, if um, not Rune, if uh, Fubar is good enough. And my answer is yeah, but it's yeah. like a pain, a pain in the pain ass in to the use. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they have the it, same I, yeah. protocols, right? They have Wasapi yeah. push yeah. and events. It's totally fine, but I, I hate using it. Oh my it. god, dude, it's such a pain. And it takes forever to set up right. And then all of a sudden something will happen and it'll all break. And then you're like trying to figure out what yeah. all the where the break was. Or Yeah. Know, sorry. I'm, I, time. Comes back to time, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I want things to just work. Yep. Okay. I'm in that same boat now. It's like, yeah. I'll pay a little bit to make it so that it just works and I don't have to mess with it. Yeah. Um, uh, to get to focus more time on things that I actually actually exactly want, want to do. do. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Let's take let's take one more question and uh, let's see anything anything about headphones, guys? Anything let's about do, let's do some headphones. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's go round robin. Let's go. I'm uh, oh, sorry. Full circle, not round robin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sixty with a tube amp. That'd be fine. Six uh, sixties. Yeah. That's an easy. Oh, low, low uh, this is route. this um, is interesting. I have I have a thought on this. You know, people. You know, we've done six sixty s reviews. Both Corona and I have, and it's a good sounding headphone and everything. But for scaling, I think the HD six XX scales better. Yeah. And this might just be yeah. three hundred ohm versus one fifty ohm or something to do with I that. Think so. But when using the HD6XX on the Fonitor X, it was like, holy moly. I totally get what people are saying. You know, the 6XX apologists are saying. <laughs> you know, but the thing is, like, with all of that, you could spend the same amount of money or less even and get a clear and mm -hmm. a and a and, you know, more and modest be source and you would end up with something better, right? Mm -hmm. So, yes, it does scale ridiculously well and you can throw thousands of dollars of amps and sources at it and it'll make it sound better. But... at I don't Still know if that's limited. the most yeah I don't know if that's the most value you know solution here so um, I think for a lot of people though it doesn't matter because they're like oh I want to get something that I can have sound good now and then when I get you know in the future if I get more yes. maybe I get a Zima pendant and... or a nice tube amp or something like that you know mm -hmm. um, that makes a certain amount of sense because there's like an upgrade chain there for it but I still think you're better off getting spending more money on the headphones um, mm -hmm. I, uh, I agree. That that'd be my personal, uh, yeah. and you could speak on this too. I think we all have similar thoughts on this, but it's where if you're gonna spend money, I would always say. And someone says, "What's your like?" I always ask, "What's your budget? What what's your sound signature? What are your things that you actually like currently?" And then from there, I always say, "Put most of your money into the headphone first, and then the amp, um, and then from there, then you can get a, a DAC that's good enough." I mean, because most of the time, DACs are gonna be such a minimal difference yeah. that it's. Um, yeah, I, I, you get, you're going to get way more out of getting a higher end headphone, or a, mm -hmm. and by higher end I mean better performing both in measurements and in reviews of people consensus wise that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, and don't get stuck in mid fi hell because yes, you can just keep buying four hundred dollar <laughs> headphones <laughs> and just be doing and, this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> save then buy the one thousand dollar headphones. Yeah, I don't, don't want to sound like a snob, but yeah, I feel like the the stuff that's in the a thousand plus range is it's it's, it's yeah. pretty it's on a it's on a different level yeah yeah I, I, i'm sorry to say it, it just I, from my experience it's been like wow it's yeah. it's almost like eye-opening and you had a cool experience with that because you were very much in the mid-fi yeah. you know world for a long time there right yeah because the only why your reviews you know, are so good too the you know, only the only things that you were experience 
Yeah. The, yeah, everything's it's been like a new experience for me. Everything I had tested mm -hmm. so far had been like before all this stuff, you know, it's been like the 660, 600 stuff, the the, the Bayer Dynamic stuff. Um, and, and you know, I, I love that stuff. I think it sounds great. I, I love the Sennheiser HD6 series, but then I compare it to something like a clear, and it's like, wow. It's just, it's just wow. <laughs> it's, you know, there's like, it, it's, it's strange. It's, I feel like it's, it's something that, it's hard to explain because it's, it's very it's a very experienced kind of thing right and that's always hard to ex to like explain yeah. or describe yeah yeah definitely um i had another one but i i've, I've lost it uh yeah i'm trying to <laughs> uh ananda worth getting uh, i have the art no i don't think the ananda would be worth getting for you uh, if you had the, uh, the Arya, would you want to go down to an Ananda? Is what no. the guy's asking. I don't no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Um, no. the Arya is better yeah. in every way. Uh, yeah, now, frequency response is very similar, so I don't like. I don't see why it's maybe a little smoother in the treble on the Ar on the Ananda, but I don't think it's. Yeah, I think it's a step back in terms of technicalities. Well, I had a question. Sorry, <laughs> it's off topic, but uh, because I recently got to try out the HD hundred, I was like, wow the detail do, do you, you think is the aria just... you briefly got a chance to try the hd yes i got a, <laughs> I briefly had the chance to try the HD and we will not get into the details anyways um is the aria similar in like detail like is that something? yeah yeah like, pretty the... pretty similar i'd say like that's the other downside with the arias that doesn't have the dynamics you know like if you want dynamics focal all the way if you want sound stage and depth and layering and separation that's the aria and similarly hd800s and stuff like that uh, what, where I prefer the Aria though is I prefer the Aria's bass. I don't know, like maybe you can like we can find out a way if we can get Chrono to listen to an Aria as well and compare them at some point. But like it's a, I, to me, it's like the Aria is like a planar HD 800s. Like they're very similar in yeah. their strengths. Um, but yeah, like the Aria, I like the bass better because it just to me the HD 800s is an example of a headphone that's really detailed but not particularly fast and yeah you know like the leading edge is not as you know snappy and tight and controlled as it is on something like the aria and that's i felt like it was better. actually fairly i think it's faster than the clear it's probably fast. not as, i'm guessing not as fast as the but aria it's not yeah as, i think it's i think what you know and and the other thing was like it really lacked dynamics in like the base yeah it, it did it did have some of that like top end like i shouldn't say much about it but the top end <laughs> snap yeah. Uh, it's a good headphone know. it's great it's yeah but yeah, I, I, it just really, I feel like it lacks some of that emotion in the bass and no matter how i cued it i was like well th i think this is the best the bass gets but uh, everything else i was like wow really impressive but by the way thanks andrew for updating me on the score <laughs> i haven't been able to yeah that's yeah different different subject um oh okay i did have another uh, i saw the question again um someone's asking about new headphones that are upcoming this year and while so i i don't know anything about you know I, we talked with focal recently in the live stream that we had with them and they talked about 2021 or something like that but i you know they've been a little they've been tight-lipped on like anything that they're working on because i think they're under like nda so we don't know mm -hmm. you know what's going on there but uh for new headphones that we do know about that are potentially coming out this, this year they're what this month even right oh, this month oh well there's the announcement for hi-fi man that's what i'm thinking of oh the penrose as well yeah. and the penrose, penrose from odyssey penrose should be coming out soon and then yeah. there's a new one from hi-fi man this month too, yeah or the, that they're going to reveal but we don't know yet what it is because <laughs> like some people are saying maybe it's closed back and that would be pretty cool if they did that i am a little concerned because so like i my uh, i have a feeling that they're going to try and release something wireless and i and i hate that um not, not that wireless is bad like wireless is cool but i've not been a fan of 
like I want something that I would be excited about, and wireless is just not that thing for me right now. Um, it looks a lot like the Diva, though. And it and yeah, there's like you can you can see kind of like the outline, right? There's like a silhouette of it a little bit, and so I think it's either going to be a closed back or it's going to be wireless, and I'm much more excited if it's a closed back. But there's a very good chance. I mean, the, their wireless stuff has been good sounding wireless. It's just that I don't know if we're there yet, you know, for equivalent sound quality, wired versus wireless. Well, you you both have heard the Mobius. Yeah, I have a Mobius here somewhere, actually. Yeah, well, no, my I sent it to, to Dex, but Chrono, you've heard the Mobius? No, I have nope. not, actually. Well, for shame. Well, I guess I'm talking <laughs> for to Andrew then. Uh, <laughs> Mobius um, is a weird one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I find it... it I liked it a lot for what it did, and then, um, but I agree with you though. I think once the wireless technology just isn't there yet. Yeah. Like, I think it's, but it's fantastic. I think eventually we will be there. It's just the nature of technology. But um, I would say wired is the way I, to go if you're an audio. Player. I'm excited for the Penrose, not for myself, but because you know I've I have a lot of friends who are gamers who are like mm-hmm. you know and also console gamers are like they're very they're looking for that competitive you know thing. Um, and most of the time, I. Most of the time, it's difficult to recommend audiophile headphones for people who are competitive gamers because you end up needing to get this DAC and the amp and all this stuff. And like, yeah, like some of us do this, but like for the average person who just wants a headset, um, it's it's yeah a bit of a challenge to get into. Um, and so the Penrose is exciting to me because it's basically a Mobius that Wired, is right? it, it no, it's a wireless. It's Mobius wireless, but low latency wireless. Low latency wireless. And that means that there's actually a reason for competitive players to buy it. Because that's the problem with the Mobius right now. It's branded and marketed as a gaming headset. But it's the problem like is that RPGs. why would you yeah, like you, yeah. I don't know why you would, anybody who's doing anything competitive would use this wirelessly, right? Like wired, yes, you'd use use the USB connection. That's it's essentially that's a USB how I headset. Use mine. I use yeah. mine USB the entire time. Yeah, and then that's that's fine, right? Like there's no and yeah. like the other it, weird thing to me is like the the head tracking thing is it's I awesome. don't I, I hate it I think it just did not like for for movies and stuff it's great it's really cool but like f- for anything competitive I would never use it um, but the thing yeah, is yeah if you're not used to it it would, it would it's really weird yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing you'll turn to think the term but then the, the sound yeah here and it's it's so yeah it's it's bizarre it's, it's it does you're, yeah like to it but once you get acclimated to it I, I played yeah. a lot, I actually played the entirety of Assassin's Key the keyed Assassins I learned to talk uh, just recently <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew this. Um, but uh, oh, Assassin's so Creed Origins, um, and with the Mobius, yeah. and I loved it uh, with that. But that's that's how I think I acclimated to it. So when I right. play FPS like Destiny and stuff, it worked right. a bit better. But it still was, yeah. I, the the thing that that weirds me out about it though, beyond all of that, is that without the 3D setting turned on, it has no soundstage. So like they're oh, yeah. getting all of the soundstage from the, the DSP, the yeah, from the like simulated 3D thing. Um, which is cool in a sense because it's like this is potentially useful for people who are trying to use this in competitive applications. But the the other concern that I have about that is like I don't know how accurate that actually is. Whenever I turn it off, I'm like, oh yeah, this sounds more normal to me, <laughs> right? Because I always like to me that sort of simulated 3D thing. It doesn't sound that normal. Um, but it's as you say, I think you have to get used to it and get acclimated to it, and then maybe it is um, where you get more used to the headphones in head localization aspects, um, and you're your HRTF kind of starts to, uh, yeah, normalize what's going on there with the sound. So, uh, yeah. So that actually kind of speaks to one of the other questions in this even most recent one. Um, top 
for uh, I, I currently use the Odyssey LCD GX, so that's a little pricey for gaming. On I use it on my PS4 to play <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, but, so the question is, uh, recommendations for non-audiophile friends for headphones, um, and then Ty, uh, Keisha, Keisha, uh, Keisha, Keisha, uh, uh, asked for under 300. So oh, I, I think um, to tie them both together, right? So I'm going to... For competitive, yeah, under three hundred. So for competitive oh. specifically, um, God, that's I think Chrono, you'll be able to better answer this. But I think for me personally, if I was to recommend something to my friends, um, I would probably push the PC thirty seven X from Drop, even though it's a, a, a it is what it is. Um, but you have to get a special cable to work right. with consoles. Um, that one, or I would recommend. Um, I think the other one that was really good. That DT eight eighty high impedance. I was, I, I was gonna say that yeah, the bears. <laughs> but I mean, like, like, like they are not fun to listen to. But like but for, for gaming, yeah, I could see that. Well, yes. if you're speaking competitive, like competitive, a lot of people recommend the Sennheisers. You know, the fifty eight X, six X X. Nope. No. I wouldn't do the five. Too, too narrow. I would. The, the imaging isn't precise for my screens and first-person shooters. Too narrow, yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the imaging is mostly what gets me. So I would go with the. Uh, if possible, if, if that's an option that you can use with your console, I think some of the, like, there's some amps designed for console, so I think you can hook them up via USB to the PS4 and Xbox. I would personally go with under 300, and I think that this would be under 300 in total, the DT990 Pro, which I think sometimes goes Oof. for, like, 130 <laughs> on Amazon. Ear nice. And a uh, <laughs> Antlion Mod Mic. And then you, there you have the best first-person shooter headphones. Had to be careful. To. No, but wait, it's because the treble is yeah. so exaggerated that yep. it highlights footsteps. Because a mm -hmm. lot of the, you know, a lot of the crunch from footsteps is actually there in the upper mid range and and the actually and the treble. So it actually highlights yeah. that stuff, and it's really good. The same thing with the reloads. You get to hear that pretty clearly on some stuff like the. Um, yeah. Yeah. The uh, with the Mobius, there's a FPS preset, and it kind of makes yeah. it sound like that a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually, that's true. The Mobius, when I did put on the, uh, it becomes super bright, and it's not the most enjoyable thing. But you can hear like footsteps a lot better with the I, DSP on. Actually, so, so JS says footsteps are bass frequencies, and no, they're not. Uh, no. In most, most, it probably depends on the way if, that it's recorded if, in the in the game, but in most cases, it's not a bass. Yeah, it, it, thing. in most times, yeah, and if you have a, a, a headphone that has a lot of bass. Um, in it, you're gonna actually lose a it lot. Obscures of it obscures yeah. it. Yeah, I actually feel like a, like base like a lot of gaming headsets, like the stuff I've tried. At least the old ones from like Razer, you know, stuff like the. Uh, what's Which makes the they all have a lot of bass. Yeah. yeah, they have a lot of bass, and it just sounds so boomy. And I was like, I can't hear the footsteps because then all you hear is just the crunch from the treble, but you can't actually hear the actual yeah. footsteps. You just yeah. hear the, uh, the you know the um, other parts of the sound effect. Yeah. You know what? My all-time favorite, if money wasn't an option for gaming, for FPS, and just in general, that I loved, and it's gonna, it's it's derided, and people dislike it a lot, but I'm, I'm really angry with myself that I got rid of it, was I had a modded uh, HD 700, and I loved that for gaming. That was one of my favorites for gaming. Oh, yeah, that was, that was pretty popular for gaming as well. Mm -hmm. It's just I didn't have good rep in music, so it disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> uh jay says csgo 62 to 125 hertz i highly doubt it like i think that's something that you need to look at a four-year transform response for to see yeah what that actually is tokening like you you can you find the the audio track in the in the source files and then run it through a four-year transform um uh, visual visualizer and then you can get a sense of where it actually is uh is that for the uh frequency of 
of what CS:GO. He says footsteps in CS:GO is uh, base frequencies. Really doubt it. Highly doubt it. It's there not... has to be a lot more going on. Yeah, on yeah. there because it's just they're just too bright for them to be in that region. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If not, it would just be boomy. It'd be like. Mm, 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 every yeah, you wouldn't. You would barely even hear it. Like. <laughs> yeah. No. There's definitely treble crunch. It's, it sounds closer to snare drums than. <laughs> LCD2F for gaming? Yeah, that's pretty good. The, the LCD2F has really good imaging. Yeah. I like that. So uh, the reason that Resolve is here today has just joined the chat. Hello, Android. <laughs> I thought you were saying that was the name of the person. I was oh. like, what? <laughs> is somebody memeing uh, me again? <laughs> Resolve Squared? Resolve yeah. Squared. Um, yeah, like I, that's another thing that's kind of interesting. So th another piece of that, if I was to recommend a headphone for for my friends that was uh, not necessarily for competitive, but like kind of like a jack of all, um, I would actually, I, I do think that Sennheiser PC37X was good enough for most people in that realm, if that makes sense. Uh, which yeah, I think it's called something else, one. like the PC37D or something like that, or 37... C or something. No, that's yeah. the uh, it's a PC thirty seven X is the mass drop version, which is the yeah. all black, and then Sennheiser itself sells the Sennheiser Game One, right? Game which one, but there they was, sell one black and red, that and it was better than the Game One in red. my opinion, which is the PC thirty seven X based off of. Right. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. I can't remember. But see, like my one. answer to that question about three hundred, three hundred dollars. Like if you're gonna spend three hundred dollars, I. I would just say spend three hundred fifty dollars and get a Sandara because it's so so much better for everything in every way. Like, mm -hmm. is it for shooters? Because it, if it's a, it competitive shooters, I couldn't use the Sandara in that because I felt like the center image was was right. Okay, so maybe for imaging and like soundstage. But see, I don't know because I, to my mind, it's like you get more detail there and you get more separation as well. So yeah. I don't know. Mm, that is that is that is yeah that is true the, the but the, the downside with that too is that you need an amp right and then so then that brings the price up to like you know 450 bucks or something like that so that and then that starts to get out of the budget a little bit but um i mean overall i think the sundar is the most balanced headphone there yeah, yeah it, it's, so, it, it would be the best one for music too yeah well yes yeah, yeah that's what i'm thinking of it's like the best money, like everything no all object, around it. best gaming if 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 gaming, I don't know, man. Gaming, oh, absolutely, competitive <laughs> gaming. Well, I, I just assumed when somebody said competitive, I thought it was just shooters. But if it's shooters, I think. Yeah, that's why I would go with like DT eight eighty for that, like CS:GO kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are tough. I think. Uh, I think that's the problem is like you get into the, like it's funny because we all got into this for gaming, right? But then it depends what it is, what kind. It depends on what it is, yeah. and then and then the, the the sad part is is once you hear. It's gonna sound like an elitist, but like once you hear good headphones, it's you can't go back to gaming headphones. Well, you also like realize how bad some of the audio you, is. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, especially some yeah. of the ported stuff. It's like, wow, that's terrible. Yeah, and yeah, and it's just really tough. So it's really hard to like recommend gaming headphones in general. I yeah. think because of that. Like I think when it's because there's a part of us that's like you. We want to do a service to the community of saying, hey, here's a good thing. Um, and not that some of the gaming headphones aren't are bad. It's just yeah. that they're not good. <laughs> I um, mean, just just I, to get to that that question that you had before though about how uh, you know what do you recommend to non audiophiles? What would be mm -hmm. like the audiophile headphones that you recommend? Cost Porta Pros with the Axi pads. Well, I was gonna say I wonder if that like the barrier to entry there is the look of some of the audiophile headphones. 
That's fair. I mean, also like, the, open, fantastic, the openness, like some people cannot big. just. Well, the openness for starters, because it's like, why would you wear they headphones if they're sound? The, the, yeah, the leaking and the sound and, and all that stuff. I think that's the other confusing thing to yeah. a lot of people is they're like, headphones, why are they open back? That defeats yeah. the purpose. And yeah. It's like, well, actually, no, it doesn't. I think yeah. I'd probably go if I had to choose a, a non-audiophile one. I think I'd go with Bose, something from Bose. They're you know they're pretty relaxed. Well, no, no, but it can still be an audiophile one, just one that oh. you recommend to non-audiophiles. Hmm. Yeah. Well, what makes it what makes it an audiophile? <laughs> now I'm now I'm trying to think like. Uh, well, uh, sounding good. Sounding good. <laughs> I think also uh, it's like it has to be mar like not marketed to gamers would probably be one aspect of that. Um, yeah. Not that that's a the, the definitive because well, well usually people are going to recommend the HD six XX, right? Because that's, that's a like a recommendation, but it's open back. Bad, I think well, it's open back. That, that's well, no, not I wasn't oh, thinking for, for gaming. No, no, we're just thinking for like uh, in general. Audio yeah. Oh, the first like oh, an entry level. Oh, okay, so yeah. yes, entry level. So this is actually my recommendation is the the actually which I'm going to get a lot of crap for this, but I always recommend the the two that I recommend is the six XX and the Hi-Fi Man four XX, and I think that those are the two. I mean, you can do 5.8x2, but I personally think that the 6xx for a little bit more money is a yeah. better performing headphone. Um, but I think those are the two entry points to both dynamic and planar. And then from there, you can decide yeah. which like side of the fence you really like the most. Is it dynamics or planar? I think that's... That's a good that's, way to, to like, you know, separate the two kind of, like, potential routes that mm -hmm. you could go for a lot of it until you get up into the high end. But, like, like yeah. uh, I was thinking if closeback is the thing to consider because a lot of people God, are like Alicia, why would you man. well Alicia for i was gonna say the Alicia is actually one because it also looks great <laughs> but yeah. uh for okay. entry level yeah. well, for pe for elevating people <laughs> like into the into the into the hobby yeah uh the k371 is probably gonna be oh. that yeah that, that's a good one also one. i think that the sennheiser 598 cs 598s yeah those are also fantastic. and and i know it's open back still but the odyssey lcd one I think because it is small oh, and portable yeah. and it doesn't look ridiculous. That's fair. It's it's extra normal, extra regular, you know. And it yeah. sounds very nice <laughs> and you can drive it off everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Easy to yeah, easy to like. So Or or as Android would say, the is it the i sign with the cipher cable? Oh man, those are weird. Like you mean the in the the in ear ones? No, no, the the actual the over Oh, the sign, ones. the sign ones. Sign, sorry. Ah, not the really? I, yeah, those that's what yeah, I was thinking of, back. but they're not comfortable. <laughs> I can't. Well, do you, uh, so Ant actually just got two new pairs oh, yeah. in because he liked them. So, but he said the, to make them comfortable, to make them good, he actually, I think he might correct me if I'm wrong, but he, he does the, he swaps out the pads to something else. I don't know what the pads are, but um, so that might be an answer. That could, yeah, because they sound great, right? Um, yeah. And they had the DX totally. as well, which was, I think, mm -hmm. an open, they had one that was closed and one that was open. Um, and I always wanted uh, them. I loved the idea, but then the fact that it was on here completely. I don't you know, like on ear, man. It's like it's why really... on on ear should just not be a thing. <laughs> it's just like why. I mean, the cost border pros are fine for whatever reason. I can get along with those. Um, yeah, all the generally, Axie. but the because with the Axi pads specifically. Yeah. Um, but I have the actually because because I'm I love purple, so I actually bought a pair of the Grotto 125 E's, uh, yeah. just so I could get the purple Axi pads. <laughs> Small candy I have a problem with pads and white puts on them. Um, Interesting. Yeah. But uh, so, and I wore those for like 30, 40 minutes, and I was, my ears were like, dude, take them off. Like, they literally, my ears fell off, went onto my desk, looked at me, and said, hey, a hole, take, take them <laughs> off. But, uh, <laughs> like, yeah. like, so I mean, that, that's just me, though. I think that they're, they sounded pretty decent. To me, they sounded, which is, I've, from my experience with the grottos, they're not the, the most 
enjoyable you generally, but um, for me personally. But those actually with no, the no, definitively for everybody. <laughs> I mean, if, it's like if, if, if Harmon research is a thing that's meant for the average consumer, you know, Grotto is not going to do well. <laughs> and, and I think with the Axie pads, they help tone tone down the, the aspects <laughs> that make it not great for everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that thing that on ears is just not my jam usually. Uh, I have sensitive ears. Yeah, yeah. Though, so Beat Solo Pro. Beat Solo Pro. On on uh, that on that note, we should probably <laughs> yeah, we should probably start going. Um, yeah. Ant asked what the best uh, tube amp was for um, uh, ZMF specifically. Uh, I was gonna say I, I know the answer, by the way, and I'm gonna make him mad. But it's gonna be the um, Felix Audio Euphoria. Maybe? I have not heard that one. I, I've always I, wanted I to know. get into the because the Elise was like right at the price, yeah, right price tag. I was like, I want to try that one, but it's like so hard to get it in Canada. You know, I need yeah, those guys to like you know email me and be like, hey, you know, or maybe I'll email them and be like, well, I want uh, a review unit. <laughs> and surprisingly, they have some really affordable. Well, they do affordable tube amps. So they have yeah. the I think uh, Sleepy Rhythms just got the um, Echo, and that's about the same price as a a pre built bottlehead crack with Speedball. I think. Or Would you rather have the Euphoria or the Pendant for Ooh, CMS? That's tough. Because oh, I tough. love the Pendant. The Pendant's fantastic. Enough where I, I want one. <laughs> I've only listened to the Euphoria um, and Amps and Sounds. ZMF, uh, huh? Oh, ZMF. Yeah, but Amps yeah. and Sounds, there's the, the Mogwai and, and the, uh, the Kenzie Encore. But the, the Pendant, from what I understand, is similar to the Kenzie Encore. Kenzie. Mon- it's, it's based off the mono. Yeah. Right, right. And they convert it to a yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um but then also the Glen OTLs are the ones that everybody seems Man, to I love. And I tried to get a Glen OTL. I can't get one. I, like yeah, I, it's, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I, he he ghosted me. I was like, "Okay, take my money." And he was like, "Ghost." <laughs> Damn well, he it, I yeah, I know he was stopped making them for a little bit, so I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on there, but um it would be it would be awesome to be able to get one of those. I I know they're out there in the wild somewhere. Um, yeah. Um, I know, uh, actually, uh, Rain Down Thunder, I think he's got um, one on the way from, from him. Uh, oh, okay. It, it, so hopefully he gets his in in the next couple months. I mean, obviously, with the pandemic hit, it was, I think, oh, yeah. a big hit on things, too. But, uh, um, but yeah, the, I've heard the Glen OTLs, and they are fantastic. Yeah, Zach um, had them all set up in the booth at uh, CanCan, yeah, which is... Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Um, but also I the Donald say, North stuff as well. Oh yeah, the Stellaris yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. But then you can get the one below that, which is a more reasonable price, which is also pretty good. Yeah. Um, I would I would say though, if I had to choose between the Pendant and and like let's say a Euphoria, Euphoria is expensive, but I would say the Euphoria honestly. Mm, interesting. If okay. I could, if I could. And then there's uh, also the Oris Audio stuff, like the high end Oris Audio stuff, oh, which I haven't heard. Like I well, I heard the original HA2 SE. Hot two SC or whatever it was called, and I I was like yeah yeah okay, but now they have like the crazy high end stuff yeah. uh, with the, 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 the I think it's called Nirvana or something like yeah. that, and they have like the white leather. Oh, looks so cool! Like, yeah. You gotta love that. Like that just yeah. I met the guy class. at Canjam. He, he was very uh, yeah. I, I like the fun pictures to talk to. of uh, I think Andrew Lismore and Taryn have pictures of those guys with their the rep and when they went to Germany last. Oh year, okay, or the year before last maybe. I thought those guys were from Serbia or like. I, when they, I think they went when whenever they went to one of the one of the oh Munich High End probably that's Munich, probably where yeah, it was. I think it was yeah. Munich. and so and I just remember them yeah anyways uh okay yeah I think sorry, that's we yeah we should probably tangent. cut it there because we've been going for like two hours now and yeah 
Yeah, I got to get to fun. my traditional Canadian pastime of watching hockey. So, yeah, I need to start editing some photos and, yeah. and actually get some stuff posted onto the wonderful world yeah, yeah. of photo posting places. <laughs> Alrighty, well, thanks to everybody for tuning in, and thank you. Thanks to you guys, Cheers. of course. And uh, thank yeah. you guys. And I uh, look forward to seeing this stuff here more often um, later on down the road. We're just trying to figure out how we want to do it. So, look forward Cheers to everybody. more of Tyler and Chrono. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Alrighty.